horses are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces draw the same that burn crosses.
<laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Do you know what rhymes with Monday? Cunt. Yep, that is pretty much what it is. Good Monday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I hope that everybody's doing well this morning. Um, I know that this weekend is tough. Daylight savings time and all. Spring forward, fall back, all that bullshit. Don't worry about it. We got through it. No big deal whatsoever. Hope you had a great weekend. I know that I did. Um, I'm going to do the good mornings here. Uh, we'll start off with that. How about that? Uh, first one here. Well, Spray Fire says, Monday, the best day of the week by far. I love Monday. I, I don't believe you. I, I just don't believe you for some odd reason there. Um, Gold says, good morning, ass. Arn, it's, on, it's time for you to get us through this Monday, Hoss. No problem. I can do that. That is my job. I plan on doing that. Andrew, Day, uh, Andrew says, this daylight savings time. Oh, wait, wait, come on now. Where is he? Uh, where, 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 oh, there it is, right there. Uh, this daylight savings time is... That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! It is, it terribly is. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my lucky stars! The one, the only, bratty kid is all up in the, the house. Ah, uh, scusi. Babba-da-boopy. Oh. Kick-calls, huh? Babba-da-boopy. lessons. Babba-da-boopy-da-babba-da-babba-da-babba-da-babba. You have a great day today, Braddy Kid. Chasman says, morning, ass family. Fuck Monday. Scott says, happy Monday, Arnie and ass family. Christopher says, Oscar last night. No fights broke out. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't get to it fast enough. I did not get to it fast enough. First of all, we have an amazing movie review today. Online for Scream 6. Christopher went out, saw it, then went to the Oscars last night, and he's reporting before. I I, I had it first to go, but Christopher, let's see. Um, Jimmy Kimmel got booed at least two times. Jamie Lee Curtis pulled off the upset of the year. I think she was even more surprised than I was. Everything all at once swept. Easiest call ever. What surprised me the most was Esteban Espagargo got snubbed hard. Fablemans went 0-7. Zippo. All right, well, there you go. Academy Awards covered. Done and done. Uh, Sanchez family says, greetings, shitbirds. Well, greetings right back to the Warbirds. Woo! Says, good morning. March Madness is here. Time for Alabama to win a natty in basketball. Woo! No, no, that's not going to happen. I mean, unless they're going to arm your one guy that's on the team that's up on murder charges. I'm just saying. Derek, he says, good, uh... Uh, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Uh, this music reminds me of these uh, goth ravers. Erised is in the house. Look at that. Erised all up in the house. Happy spring break to you.
There we go. Um, happy spring break to you, Rise. Scott says, can you post yours in Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's March Madness bracket so we can compare our picks with the professionals? Are the brackets out? Yeah, I, I, I look, look. When it comes to college basketball, I, I don't care anymore. I, I really don't. It, 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 basketball is just, um, it's bracket time. Yeah, so I guess the brackets are out. Like I said, I don't pay attention, but we will do that for sure. That is a no-brainer. We will take care of it. I'll, 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 I'll look into it more today. I just, uh, I don't know. Basketball to me is just going the way of the dodo bird. Uh, Rage Against the Machine requires proof of vaccine to attend their shows. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Good, 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 good. I like that. that that's fantastic that they, you have to show papers to go to their show. That's amazing to me. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Uh, good morning, Ask and AIG. Japanese word of the day is Konbibi, Kobini. Translation, convenience store. The reason, just found out they're making a Bucky's here when they open. What should I look for in there, sir? Um, uh, get the, uh, the the Bucky Nuggets. I, I always, I prefer the white cheddar ones. Those are really good. The, the original ones are really, really good. The brisket sandwiches are phenomenal. If they have the Texas Philly cheesesteak burrito, I highly recommend that. The Texas cheesesteak burrito, whoo, is that good. Everything at Bucky's is awesome. That's awesome that you're getting a Bucky's. Kick ass. Hang cap, Jen is in the house. She says, good Monday morning ass work minutes uh, meeting just finished. Well, good. You, you're just in time to not only start the show, but trap it. It's time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go squirt some string cheese. Oh, dear God. Squirting some screen, screen, yeah, string cheese. Jesus, criminy. Uh, all right, Philly cheesesteak burrito, burrito, burrito. Yeah, oh, yeah, that thing is phenomenal. The, the Texas Philly cheesesteak burrito, whoo-wee, is that good. Uh, March Madness, worst time to turn on TV. Nothing but one-and-done college players. College basketball isn't, isn't even good. Longhorn Wiener Dad says, Good morning, brother-ass family. Number two seed, why not Texas? Because OU still sucks. And buenos dias, Ogre. Me amigo. We have a lot to get to today. Um, like I said, Oscar coverage has already been done. Thanks for Christopher for uh, taking care of that. Nobody really looked too stupid last night. I, I didn't watch hardly any of it because, well, I've just given up on it. I've given up on Hollywood. I've given up on the whole machine. Sure, I'll still watch their TV shows. I don't need any of their political propaganda and bullshit. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did I, I missed you, Hot Mama. I apologize. Holy shit. That, that, that's my bad there, Hot Mama. Wow, is that my bad. Fuck your mama. Fuck your mama. There she is. Hot Mama, good morning to you. I'm sorry I missed that. Hot Mama, she says, a happy Monday ass. And what, I don't get a good morning? Sorry about that. Fuck you, Mama. You know what, Let, let's give you a new one out here. Sorry, folks, park's closed. The moose out front should have told you. See, I'm an idiot there. Uh, cleanest restrooms you'll find in a gas station? Absolutely. I feel bad taking dumps there, and then I get over it. Uh, the Oscars will only matter when Jason Statham or Keanu Reeves wins, which will never happen. I mean... 
look, look, look here. I'll, I'll say this about the Academy Awards. It seems like lately that these movies that do win all have some kind of political message in there or some they're, they're, uh, they're showing off one certain group of people. And it's like the Academy is like, oh, well, we should award this rather than giving it to what is the actual best movie of the year. Brendan Fraser winning the Academy Award, I don't have a problem with. I, I really don't. Uh, I, I from where he got like a fifteen minute standing ovation at uh at Cannes, at the Cannes Film Festival. Look, did I want Austin Butler to win? Yes, absolutely. I wanted the Elvis movie to win everything because I like Elvis. Did I think it was going to win anything? Nope. Did I pick him? Yes. Did I pick the movie? Yes. Because it was the best movie of the year. Every once in a while they get them right. This year I just think meh. Yeah, I don't think so. I just, I, I ain't got a problem with short round winning. the 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 best thing happened with what uh, was her name, Viola Davis, or whatever, the lady who was uh, up for Academy Award for Best Actress in the uh, Wakanda movie. She loses to Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, first of all, you're in Wakanda forever. Yeah, you ain't gonna win. And you don't need to give no side eye to Jamie Lee Curtis. If she won, she deserved it. Okay, good. Get over it. Uh, exactly, Braddy. I'm stopping twice tomorrow for the Bucky's restrooms alone. Exactly. Uh, Springfield, Missouri, uh, is getting a Bucky's too. Can't wait. Pastrami sandwich. Nice. Maverick was the best movie. I, I, and, and, you know, there was a, uh, somebody came out from MSNBC over the weekend to talk about just how awful Maverick colon Top Gun was because it portrays the military in a, uh, in a good light. I tell you what, you know, somebody that works for a fucking news industry or a newspaper who criticizes the exact people who give them or at least uh, uh, allow them to maintain their freedoms of speech, their freedoms of the press, all that bullshit that they have, and they criticize the very people who don't even ask for a thank you for it. I am happy that there are movies out there that portray the military in a positive light. Since there are so many fucking people in this country who think they're fucking awful, including our sitting president. The actor awards prove that Anglo whites and Asians run Hollywood. So are they really big because they said it's going to have like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, they're huge. Yeah, they'll have 116 gas pumps. I promise you that. It's, and, and the store inside, you're going to have so much crap in there. Bucky's has everything. Now, I guess we can start the show. <sighs> Got to start with something that was said on Friday. And this person has walked it back a little bit since then, but not really. This person is on our list of the stupidest things that are said on this show, and her name is simply Jane Fonda. Now, Jane Fonda's a moron. And if you're still new to the show, and there's a lot of new people to the show, we have a list of the stupidest things ever said, and we've recorded them. Here we go. We're going to start with... uh, 
this this idiot here, Al Sharpton. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Well, you misspelled that, sir. Sorry about that. How about this moron? Human rights are animal rights because humans are animals. If you fight for human rights and you don't fight for animal rights, you're being a speciesist. And that's just a fact of the matter. That, that's just a fact of the matter. Now, where we're getting uh, this stupidity today from Hannaway and Jane is from The View, where she's made stupid topics or statements before. We'll play one here for you. But one of our card-carrying members of the stupid list is Joy Behar for saying, Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Still don't know what that means. Then we have this idiot who decided to write the copy for this commercial. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. Contact your doctor if you have sudden vision loss. Do you think so? Okay. How about this moron? It's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not, like, cow milk. You know what I mean? Right, because it's made out of strawberries and not cows. Okay, motherfucker. Now we have Chris Cuomo, the stupidest person ever to work for CNN, and that's saying something. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, Why else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up, hurt him. Wow, that's weird. And then our all-time favorite, the lady who never made it out of local news, this stupid reporter. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. Okay. Thank you, Micah. Now, now Jane Fonda's been on The View before, and she said stupidity like this. If there were no racism, there'd be no climate crisis. Mm-hmm. If there was no misogyny, there'd be no climate crisis. It's, a, it's part of a mindset. Okay, stupid. And now, here she is on The View on Friday. We have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. Rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, 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 and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's the truth. Very soon. It, it is the truth. But We're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous. <laughs> what did you say? Murder. <laughs> She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run that's with the it. Worst. She's Joking. just kidding. It's... Well, let me talk to you about... Let me ask... She's not kidding. Let's move on and talk about Jane's activism. Now, now, let's just... Let, let's just... Oh, she's kidding. Oh, they'll pick up on that. You think just like you'd pick up on that if somebody on the other side said the exact same thing? That you want to actually murder pro-life politicians and people that are pro-life? You want to murder those people. I mean, you're absolutely okay with murder because you're killing babies, so that that's fine. As someone who would be a pro-life politician would probably say to you, you fucking moron. How on a, a national television show do you just come out and say, Well, it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? Murder. <laughs> murder. Okay. 
All right, hey, I'll, I'll play your games. Jane, you want to go, you want to throw down with somebody who's uh, more on the pro-life side? Come on over. Come on over and try to kill me. See what happens. I'll knock that fucking wig off your damn head, you old coot. You know, this is the, <sighs> let me read your comments. I was being a specious yesterday when I cooked and ate a pot of kangaroo chili. I kid you not. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt it. Uh, didn't know strawberries have udder, udders, the more you know. Cunt. What a rebel. Please give her a rock shut up, bitch. Uh, you know what? That She deserves that, yeah. So shut up, bitch. There you go. That group of women make me want to eradicate my own species entirely. Now look, look here. We can have conversations about it. We can talk about pro-life, pro-choice. You know it's not one of my favorite topics. And, and especially for me to lead a show, a lead a show that starts the week off, a Monday show with somebody calling for pro-life politicians to be murdered. Uh, according to the left, words can hurt and words have weight. Just like the locker room talk of grabbing them by the pussy, Jane should be prosecuted for her words. Well, you know what's so fun about that is even Joy caught her and said, oh, they'll, 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 they'll make something of that. They don't have to make anything of it. She said murder. She said she wants to kill those people. Now, if you look at her and they're all going, oh, she's joking, she's like, no, not really. I'm not joking. Fucking, I'm Jane Fonda. I can say whatever the fuck I want. And she can't. To a certain point, you can't go out and say that you want to kill people. Now, now I know in this country that you can do pretty much whatever you want, especially if you're on the left. Like, you can go and protest at a Supreme Court justice's house on their yard. Um, you can even threaten their neighbors that have absolutely, positively nothing to do with Roe versus Wade, which happened. Children were threatened, neighbors were threatened, Supreme Court justices were threatened. And by the way, there is a law in the books that says you cannot threaten Supreme Court justices, yet all those people seem to be getting off scot-free. You defend your house in St. Louis, Missouri with a gun, you get disbarred and you get thrown in jail. Something that's not against the law. It's weird how the laws don't work in this country. New ass shirt, proud speciesist. Um, it's easy when she's sitting in her $4 million spread. I hate Hollywood idiots. And, and that's the thing is that I, I hate them too. And, and how Jane Fonda has lasted so long for her treatment of Vietnam. And then it's because her, her last name is Fonda, because everybody loves her daddy and their Hollywood royalty and all this kind of bullshit. She hasn't done anything in what? I mean, she just made that terrible 80 for Brady movie, and she hangs out with Lily Tomlin, the least funny woman on the earth. I believe the knighted one, Sir Mixlock, said it back. Fonda ain't got motor in the back of her Honda. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. See, I can I can keep it going. So there you go. Jane Fonda wants to murder fucking politicians. Nothing's new. Nothing's changed since the 60s, yet she's still not in jail. Oh... 
Now, isn't this weird? Isn't this strange? I have two strange and weird stories to do here. The Biden administration is expected to push ahead with a massive northern Alaska oil drilling project. What? What? Wait a second. What? The uh, forecast is to create thousands of jobs and 600 million barrels of oil over its uh, 30-year lifespan, according to multiple. Wait a second. We're going to drill in Alaska? Now, why are we doing that? I, 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 wait a second. Aren't, aren't the environmentalists going to get mad at that? I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. Good morning, Alicia. I hope that you have a great day, bitchachos. <laughs> will that oil, oil, will that Alaska oil operation magically avoid native land? This should be fun. But Biden promised no new drilling. Well, um, there are five drilling sites that are being proposed by oil company uh, ConocoPhillips as part of the Willow Project in the National Petroleum Reserve located in North Slope Borough, Alaska. ConocoPhillips previously stated that for the project to remain economic viable, the federal government would need to approve at least three of the sites. So they're not drilling in just one place, not just two, but three places. Uh, the writer of the story says the decision on Willow is a huge test for the Biden administration on so many issues that they claim to care about. Um, I just find it funny. Maybe AOC will go there and protest and get eaten by a polar bear. I love to see how, um, oh, and people are already out. They stop Willow. People are, are, are against this. Of course people are against this. The same people that elected him are against this. This is why I, I talk about it so much is that the not being beholden to one party or one idea, you have to be open to a lot of things because these politicians do this shit all the time. Why? Because it's for the betterment of America. You see, Joe Biden opening the, the pipelines for them to drill, I am completely in favor of. To me, this is the one thing that he's done correct in his job as president. Getting us off of foreign oil should be his number one priority. I know it's not. And I know that this will just go to fill the Federal Reserve from all he's taken from the Federal Reserve of oil. Tonight is my Friday. Definitely saved some people this morning last night, unlike Joe Biden or Dr. Jill. Keep selling out our National Reserve of Oil, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and Greta. Oh, yeah, Greta's going to be coming to Alaska. Greta might be on American soil. Oh, oh, oh. Let, 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 let's all bow our heads, shall we, and ask this, this one blessing. Dear higher power, since I don't want to offend anybody by saying God. Dear higher power, please, please, in your ultimate wisdom, in your ultimate supremacy, because I like the word to use, to use the word supremacy if I could talk today. 
Once Greta Van, whatever her name is, I don't remember her name, Greta fucking whatever. It's probably not good to, to curse in prayers. Um, please send Greta to Texas. Please send her here to criticize the oil here in Texas. Please send her somewhere close to the Metroplex. Please. I, I will never ask another thing again. I will happily go to jail for assaulting this person. There you go. Greta Thunberg, Greta Van Susteren. Yeah, I was going to say Greta Van Susteren, but yeah, it's Greta Thunberg. Oh, man. Oh. If just somehow we could get her to come to Texas. Blah, blah, blah. Wham! How dare you? Oh, yeah, you'll be saying that from your fucking ground. Oh. All right, so we're going to start drilling again in Alaska. Fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it, by the way. I, I think it's great. Let's lower some gas prices for people. You, you truly want to help people, you lower the gas prices. You know, all, all the oil costs, all the, the house heating. You want people to go and travel? Fucking hey, Lower the fucking gas prices so people can buy airline tickets. You're about to confuse her with Greta Van Susteren. Greta Thunberg is definitely uglier than her. Very true. Very, very true. I was thinking of ugly Gretas. Now, in a very, very interesting story, and I promise after this story it will lighten up a little bit, I find this to be shocking, shocking at best. And I, I dare not play anything like, I don't want to say I told you so, I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. According to a new report, military aid provided by the United States of America to the Ukraine is being found in the hands of Iranians. Now, 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 hold on a second here. Let's see. Um... Russia has been capturing some of the U.S. and NATO-provided weapons and equipment left on the battlefield and sending them to Iran, where the U.S. believes Tehran will reverse engineer systems for sources familiar with the report. Over the last year, NATO and other Western officials have seen several instances of Russia's forces seizing smaller shoulder-fired weapons equipment, including Javelin anti-tank and Stinger anti-aircraft systems that Ukraine forces have at times been forced to leave behind on the battlefield. In many of those cases, Russia has then flown the equipment to Iran to dismantle and analyze, likely so Iranian military can attempt to make their own version of the weapons. Russia believes that continuing to provide captured weapons to Iran will incentivize Tehran to maintain its support for Russia's war in the Ukraine. Can't wait till those are used against us and our allies. Hmm. I think somebody here said something like that. Oh, that's right. What would I rather see? Uh, big deal, Iran could do that on the illegal arms market anyway outside of the Ukraine. Yes, they could, and they would have to pay for it. Russia's sending it to them for free. 
They could just go to the Taliban, but I don't think I ran, I, I ran in Taliban down since we've given them. So, I mean, this is once again, because we all know the ones in Afghanistan are going to be used against us. We all know that. Uh, I don't think Zelensky's trying to win. Was there a big statue of Zelensky at the Academy Awards last night? Did I see? Was that true? I, I, I don't know if I saw that or not. I saw somebody making something. I don't know if it was real or not. It was on TikTok. So, um, How about you just don't leave our shit behind? How about you take it with you? I mean, I mean, obviously the Russians are going to pick it up and they're going to try to reverse engineer it and send it to the, the bad people. Russians aren't going to be charging the Iranians for that. No, they want the Iranians on their side. This is why you have to get the job done when you do shit. Why Iran is still a pain in everybody's ass, I still don't know. I, I, I've given up on trying to figure out Iran. How, how Iran is not a gigantic fucking parking lot. Thank God I'm almost dead. That's all I have to say. It, it, because where the world is going is, is just places I don't want to see, I don't want to be a part of. I, I I don't want anything to do with it. It makes me sick. Where we are as a country right now makes me sick. I love doing this show, but man, oh man, I get to see all the stories in the world. And I get to see all this crap where we're not using the front part or any part of our fucking brains when it comes to shit. I, I mean, the biggest thing that we fight about in this country is what a, a woman is, how we've taken this war against women. I, I still don't understand that. I still don't get it. I, I don't get a lot of things anymore where, where, where uh, a police officer kills somebody. Okay. Who wasn't complying. Let's always remember that part. And it starts like, I don't know what two months worth of, of riots in the street every weekend, every downtown in America. Not peaceful protests. When you're burning shit down and you're breaking into people's businesses and stealing from them, that's not a peaceful protest. Last night, one part I, I did click on the uh, the Oscars for a couple minutes last night, and they were giving the award away for editing. And Jimmy Kimmel decided to go, well, they need to give one to Tucker Carlson's uh, editing group. They made the January 6th violent insurrection look like a tourist thing. Well, he didn't. You need to give the editing awards going out to the, the other side there, dumb fuck. Zelensky wanted to speak at the Oscars last night but was denied. First, I can't believe they turned him down because they're all in love with him. Secondly, what the fuck does he need to say at the Oscars? Doesn't he have something more important to worry about? I didn't realize that. I doubt the Iranians have semiconductor chip production to build a copy of an advanced weapon. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll believe that. You know, they, they, they do make nuclear bombs there. Uh, or they would have it by now. The best way 
have Shahadi drones, basically a model airplane with a lawnmower engine and a bomb attached. Hey, hey, if you your military intelligence says that Iran isn't anything to worry about, then why don't we fucking wipe them off the face of the earth? Hmm? Has anybody, can anybody tell me why we haven't wiped it? If Iran has nothing but lawnmowers that have bombs on them, why haven't we taken them over? Why haven't we gotten our fucking, our pound of flesh from the 80s when they held our people against us? They are the birthplace of terrorism. Oh, there's another place too, but nobody wants to say it. Oh, we have an eternal foil, Ogre. I agree with you that that's why we haven't done it. But the eternal foil is not Iran. It's a little place called Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia funds everything that all these Middle Eastern countries do. Wherever these terrorists were trained, wherever these... It's all funneled through there. And this all started in, what, 1934 when they first discovered oil there. I believe it was an American that helped them find oil, and now they've become this fucking powerhouse. I saw some story. There's the the king or the future king of Saudi Arabia is worth like $2 trillion. And I just sit back and go, there are people starving in America. And this guy's got fucking diamond necklaces on his fucking camels. Good morning, Cowboys girl. But like I said, I'm going to lighten it up because this is a war that's never going to end in Ukraine. I don't know why Zelensky wanted to speak during the Academy Awards. I think that, and, and I'm definitely surprised they didn't let him. There was a huge support rally, the Iranians rally in Folsom yesterday. Why? I don't know. I do not know. Um, all right. Now, I might go to hell for this. Um, oh, this is lovely. We can do hard things. John Fetterman's wife shares photo of the senator smiling with his family at Wednesday at Wendy's as he takes a break from clinical depression treatment at Walter Reed. There they are. Now, now, let me just tell you, as someone who is diagnosed, diagnosed clinically depressed and put in the nut house, um, I wanted to be out of there. I was there for five days, and I wanted to be gone. And they said, no, no, no. And, and believe me, believe me, I wish, I wish that they would have let us go to Wendy. Now, you don't remember who John Fetterman is? The Eagles! are so much better than the Eagles. Now, there was somebody that ca- captured him leaving Wendy's, and he said, They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. No, you're, mm-hmm. you're not. No, you're just hungry. You're, you're, you're just hungry, sir. I, 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 would you like to eat? All right, then. I want to be baptized. Whoa. I kind of want something other to eat. Oh. I reckon I wouldn't mind having a little supper. Okay, so, I, so, so that, is that what you said to it? I mean... I don't understand part of that, uh, Senator. All right, then. I want to be baptized. I kind of want something other day. Oh, I reckon I wouldn't mind having a little supper. You know that when he went to Wendy's, he was having nothing but fucking French fried taters and, and mustard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I reckon. Mm-hmm. John Fetterman's family turns him loose from the nut house uh, after they go to Canada and, and see the the wonders of Canada. Uh, anything else? Do you find it funny that you're in the nut house? Not funny, haha, funny queer. Yeah, I, I agree, yeah. That's very strange. I'm going to hell for that, I know. Uh, did his white shove her hand up his ass and work his mouth to make him smile? Fetterman ordered a Big Mac at Wendy's. Oh, it doesn't say what he got. Why are they taking him to Wendy's? I mean, I like Wendy's as much. It looks like he has a, an orange drink there. The uh, the kids and his ugly wife. Uh, well, there's fries on the table, so they're a messy family. <laughs> I'm about to shit my pants laughing. Not funny, haha, funny queer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I, I sat through like nine minutes worth of fucking sling plate, <laughs> like lines. And and I and I wanted to use more, but this one was my favorite. All right, then. I wanna be baptized. I kinda want something other day. Oh. I reckon I wouldn't mind having a little supper. We need to bring back that glorious term of nervous hospital. They turned me loose from the nervous hospital. I will that ne- I well. Mm-hmm. I will never play another John Fetterman real clip besides this one. The Eagles are so much better. Because John Fetterman now is Carl from Sling Blade, and that's all I'll ever play. Not funny, haha, funny queer. Mm-hmm. Joel Osteen. Good oh, grief. Is... Joel Osteen wouldn't rebuke his dog if it barked at him. I still look for it. I still can't find all of those. That was the one I found on uh, about uh, Governor or Pastor uh, Pastor Locke just ripping the shit out of other people. Better heat fries than tries to lick windows. Oh, he's been licking them windows in that fucking nut house ever since he got there. Oh, gosh. Man, oh, man, what a creepy dude he is. I got I to gotta say, he is a creepy fucking guy. Oh, all right. Boy, I tell you what, this guy, this guy is something else. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, uh, let's see if it, it plays here what he says after this ad for cops bad boys cops new episodes every Friday and on this theory of a lab leak uh, I, I, you know I've been wondering this do we have any idea how that would even work um, have you heard any accounts as to how that might have happened is there yeah. speculation well, there, in, in the yeah, scientific there, community as to how that happened yeah, the, 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 there's a good, that, that's a very good question, Jim. So one of the things that people maybe don't fully appreciate that all of the intelligence agencies agree unanimously that this was not engineered. Namely, they didn't deliberately do this to make a bioweapon. Everybody agrees with that. No matter what your prior thoughts were, everybody agrees with that. A lab leak could be that someone was out... Ready? Ready? In the wild, yeah. maybe looking for different types of viruses in bats, got infected, went into a lab, and was being studied in the lab, and then it came out of the lab. But if that's the definition of a lab leak, Jim, then that still is a natural occurrence. Wow. The other possibility... This guy has got the fucking balls to say that somebody went into a lab, got sick. They were sick when they were outside the lab. He was nice and said they were researching... But maybe you would have been at the mall, 
and somebody sneezed and you breathed it in and you've got it in, right? And you've got the sickness and you go to work and you don't know you have the sickness. And then you leave the work and you've got the sickness and it incubates and now you're passing it on to people. That is not natural occurrence. Stop lying to us, Dr. Fauci. Just stop. I know that your, your fortune is based on it. This is what you need to do, Mr. Fauci. You need to take some of that $400 million that your institute received from Moderna recently. Look it up. $400 million you received for pushing their fucking, their, their antidote, if you will, even though we all know it wasn't an antidote. You need to find something that's called a non-extradition country. And you need to move there pronto. To actually say that natural occurrence is somebody leaving a lab. And by the way, by the way, how many times? How many times do we have to hear him lie? How... This is the thing that I don't understand. You want to talk about killing people and things like that. Let's go back in time. They killed Malcolm X. By the way, I finished, uh, or I'm almost finished third season of uh, Godfather of Harlem. Great show. They killed Malcolm X. Why? Because he rallies people up. They killed Martin Luther King for the same thing. Okay? And those people did not cost people their homes their jobs, their livelihoods. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has lied so much, who says, oh, I never encourage lockdowns. Then they have the tape of him saying, oh, I told the president we should be locked down. It's a man who encouraged the lockdowns. This is a man who knows that the Wuhan Virology Institute there in Wuhan, China, was actually trying to manufacture these fucking components. They were doing the scientific work. And it leaked. And you caused millions of deaths. I, I, I mean, I, I'll say it right now. I, I'm not afraid to say it. Anthony Fauci is worse than Hitler. I'll say it, or he's right up there with Adolf Hitler. How many people died for, from... Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's see. Wait, wait. Let's see what their fucking um, number is. Uh, how many people worldwide died from COVID? Uh-huh. Let's see. 6,800,000 people. Okay. 6,800,000. So Hitler's still a little bit, they got a, a, a little bit higher death count with eight. Because that's what it, it, it's right around eight. They say six to eight million people that the Jews. And that was mainly in Europe. So, I mean, Hitler's still a little bit. But, you know, Fauci is Hitler-esque. Don't forget all the people he killed during the AIDS epidemic. Very true. See, we add these in. Anthony Fauci is the, the next coming of Adolf Hitler. I mean, you give him a little mustache. His hair's kind of part the way. His drug killed Arthur Ashe. Yeah. Look here. 
I just want to convict him on COVID. That's what I want to convict him on. Yeah, we, we can go back and look at the AIDS stuff, but we're talking COVID here. I remember when the president came out and said, um, you, I mean, let, let, let's go back in time, shall we? I mean, I did cover this. And y'all, some people got mad at me because I was covering it too much. About two years ago, three years ago. We covered the COVID thing. I covered it every single day, and I didn't want to. There was, a, and I remember I covered it before anybody else did, and then I stopped for like a week, and I was doing other stories. And then that next week is when um, the Elk Grove School District became the first school district in America to shut down due to COVID, and then Gavin Newsom got on board, and then we saw everybody starting to shut down, and that's when I started it up again. Um, there was a, I, I had a Roseville city council member on my show at one point, can't remember his name, but he was throwing out the numbers and the logic of the numbers to reopen. And it happened right in February that everything started going crazy in March. Remember, that's when we were told two weeks, follow the science, two weeks, we need to, uh, bring down the curve, flatten the curve. And I remember everything closing. Two weeks went by. We're waiting to hear some stuff. President gave an address saying, hopefully we can gather with our families at Easter. And Anthony Fauci put a fucking stop to that. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't need to be around each other at Easter. And then it continued. Now, remember, that's Easter. We also weren't allowed to be around our families at Thanksgiving that year or Christmas because of this horrible, deadly, deadly, it's going to kill everyone. Which it didn't. It was a cold. It was a cold that affected elderly people and people who had health conditions. That's who it affected. And I think of that, that million six that, that were killed, or six, I don't, I don't remember what the number was. Of all the people that were killed, a lot of them was way too soon. And it was all because of a lab leak. I don't want you to think, I, I don't want you to fall for this bullshit. And by the way, nobody's getting behind his propaganda. Have you noticed nobody stands behind Anthony Fauci anymore whenever he says anything? It's fantastic. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's because he's no no longer, you know, the, the guy in charge. If he's left, I know they're still interviewing the shit out of him. I did hear reports that Republicans are looking to get him sent to prison for eight years for his uh, lying in Congress. We'll see. Anthony Fauci doesn't make it long in a prison. Anthony Fauci, Anthony Fauci is going to fucking get, he, he is going to get sodomized like there's no tomorrow. Maybe he's sodomized with a bat. I don't know. And, and I'm not talking about a Louisville slugger. I'm talking about a, a, a little weird creepy bat. I mean, he talks to us like we're stupid. That entire conversation, he was talking down to people. 
oh, well, someone could have been going out and getting research, and then, see, they pick up the virus when they're out. Once again, blaming it on a fucking bat in a fucking cave somewhere. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I don't get why we aren't doing more. I don't know why he's not in jail. little update on Michael Irvin. Uh, Michael Irvin uh, made hotel employee visibly uncomfortable, asked sexually explicit questions. Uh, Irvin reached out and touched the victim's arm during the conversation without her consent, causing her to step back, becoming visibly uncomfortable. Irvin allegedly asked the victim whether she knew anything about having a big black man inside of her. Irvin attempted to grab her hand again and said he was sorry if he brought up bad memories for her. The victim pulled her hand away and tried to back away from Irvin as he continued to move towards her. Um... Oh, I did see that. I mean, he, he goes on to continue, Ogre. This sickens me because of this great country. This takes me back to a time where a white woman would accuse a black man of something, and they would take a bunch of guys out who were above the law, run in a barn, put a rope around his foot, and drag him through the mud, and hang him by a tree. Not thought about what would happen, not investigate, not repeated attempts of people trying to go, guys, here's what really happened. Until the video of it comes out. I mean, the NFL Network kicked him out of fucking... the. They kicked him out of the hotel. They kicked him off all the coverage. He's suing for $100 million. So I have to say, let's say what he said was real. He touched her arm. Have you ever been in a nightclub? Just wondering. I mean, I mean, I mean we all know what happens in nightclubs. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen in a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and the people have guns. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. So now what I'm hearing is, and, and look, I like Michael Irvin. I've always liked Michael Irvin. I've always tried to, you know, see, see Michael Irvin's side on the. I, I still love Michael Irvin for what he did to the Cowboys. And I met him a couple times, and he was very nice to me both times when I met him. Um, but I got to say that... I do, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really struggling here with if this is what he said. Is this worthy of getting kicked off of Super Bowl coverage for? And, and, I, and I'm being totally serious. He touched the victim's arm without her consent. Didn't say grabbed her arm, said he touched her arm. And I would imagine if this story is written... 
in the way they want to put Michael Irvin down, they would have said grabbed. Irvin attempted to then grab the victim's hand again and said he was sorry if he had brought up bad memories for her. The victim pulled her hand away and tried to back away as he continued to move forward. Michael Irvin's not going to get $100 million. Michael Irvin will probably get $20 million for this. They'll settle out of court. He's suing Marriott. He's not suing the NFL Network yet. We'll see. I don't think he's back on the NFL Network. I think he's going to be cleared of any wrongdoing. Isn't it amazing that we're holding him to a different standard? We're going to prosecute him possibly for assaulting a white woman in public. Yet guys like Ray Rice are allowed back into the NFL after video clearly shows them assaulting women. Was the guy's name Kareem Hunt, the running back for uh, Kansas City when they released him? When he kicked the shit out of that woman, he was back in the NFL. Was he drunk and said, I want to kiss you on Monday Night Football? No, no, that was uh, that was Joe Namath. This Coke dealer is about to make bank. Oh, amen to that. I don't like that he played the race card. I hate that. But I get why he did it. I totally get it. I don't know. The more I hear about this story, I just want it to go away. I'm just like, God almighty. Come on, Michael. Just wear your ugly fucking suits and, and be loud on TV and entertain us on Sunday mornings. See, uh, don't care about that. Don't care about that. All right. Uh, let's see. We got we. Oh, I I haven't touched on that bank yet because we're gonna get to that bank story here in the next segment. The uh, Silicon Valley Bank that collapsed this weekend. We do have Christopher's movie review up. Oh, and by the way, oh, we haven't done this yet. Uh, we got to do this. It's t-shirt time? Yeah. 12 10 is t-shirt time. T-shirt time? It is 12 10. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Hey, hey, I'm hey, just hey, trying hey, to let everybody hey. know so they put their t-shirts on. Uh, I'm wearing a t-shirt. I don't know why you're saying uh, shut up. I'm wearing a Long Island guy's t-shirt here there, Angelina. Today's t-shirt is my new MJF t-shirt. It says, better than the... Best in the world, and you know it. So my post on social media was, my T-shirt collection is better than yours, and you know it. Gotta love that guy. MJF is the truth. Now, there was a story from this weekend, and I'll end the first segment with this. This is kind of fun. Um, A man with the username of Living With Horse shared on... um, uh, some website known, I, Am I the Asshole? His story of family drama 
and asked for people's input on the case. He's a 47-year-old man who's got a 22-year-old daughter. 22-year-old daughter lives and is going to college, and she lives at the school. Dad came out and said, I agreed to make her help her make car payments while she was in school. But recently, the father learned from a young man that he works with that his darling daughter, his baby girl, is now working at a strip club 40 minutes away. All right. Little girl is supplementing her college income with some titty money. The man, who did not share the location, says, I confronted her on this, and she said she didn't plan to do it and that she needed some money. The man told his daughter he'd rather work at McDonald's not to make the money the use of her body. He went on to say, we got in an argument. I asked her to stop stripping and get a decent job. She refused. And the dad said, well, all right. There's no need for me to make her car payment anymore. She got upset, the father said, and said it wasn't fair and that she doesn't make enough for that. I told her to figure it out. The wife said it was unfair for him to take the money over this. Father and husband also said, I think it's perfectly fair. It's my money and my decision when to cut it off. So, ask family, I got to ask you. Is the father right? I mean, we have a... You make the call. Is the father right in cutting her off? Or is the father being a jerk? You get to make the call. I'll have my decision here in a second as well. Better than finding out she's doing glory holds. Um, Andrew says, I'm with dad on this one. Gold says, fuck her and her mama. Brett of Desert Runner says, dad is right. Braddy Kid says, cut the whore off. B Coop says, father is right. Dad is right, Scott says. Triple T says, dad is right. If she was any good, she wouldn't need daddy. Amen to that. Is she working on bullet hole Tuesdays or C-section Thursdays? I think he's fine cutting her off. I was told no financial help in college when I wanted to live with guys. There you go. I'm with Dad. There's plenty of other jobs out there. Dad pays your bill. You follow his rules. If you don't want to follow his rules, you pay for your own shit, bitch. That's Mage. She makes plenty of strip clubs. She can't start having sex in the champagne room. You know everyone at this house Irk, is getting lap dances from her and telling him about it. <laughs> he can do that. She's an adult. Make your own payment. My daughter's 17 and makes her own car payments. Now, I have no problem with this. Be more self-sufficient. Now, 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 she makes her own. Now, 
Stinkfist, if your daughter was 17 and working at a strip club making the stoop, uh, she couldn't because she's 17, so I'll stop myself there. But, hey, if, if she's working, making so much bank, it, it, you know, how's house of Hooters, the alliteration, then she don't need daddy's help to pay off her little Honda Accord or whatever. I mean, what, what else does she have to pay for? I mean, if she's paying for school, then I understand why dad's helping her out. But if she's able to pay for school while dad helps her out, then just pick up another shift. Maybe drop, I don't know, 15, 20 pounds, and you'll get on the fucking Friday afternoon schedule. And that could lead to the weekends. (laughs) Young ladies out there, if you're a tad bit heavy and you're on the Wednesday and Thursday afternoon schedule at a strip club, you need to find this little invention called meth. It'll help you lose a lot of weight and dance a lot longer. Hey, I, I, I don't go to those places anymore. I, I, I find them to be all ripoffs. It's funny. But, hey, the younger men of the world still need strip clubs, and I'm still here for them. Arnie, did you just recommend that somebody takes meth to lose weight? Yes, I did. Strippers. Not regular people, just strippers. Come on, now. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can find me. If you'd like to write me, please do. We do listener mail here on Wednesdays. Um, Like I said, the phone number I already gave you, I ain't going to do that again. We'll just do this. If it plays. It's not playing. Now it's playing.
down to Knoxville with a weekly load. You can smell a whiskey burning down Copperhead Road. Country road, take me home. 
gotta say it one more time here. I hear a voice in the morning, oh, she called me. The radio remind me of my home, far away, baby. Riding down the road, I get a feeling that I should have been home yesterday. Is it Yesterday, oh, 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 my memories gather round her. My lady, stranger to the water, knocking the stack, painted on the sky, da da, meet the taste of moonshine, tears up in my eye, country road. Yeah. 
change just like the leaves Red oaks in the carnation wind Copperhead Road, great song from 1988. Uh, Mates is Copperhead Road. My friend told me his nickname for that song was the Heifer Stomp because it comes on the bar and fat girls come out and does the dance and stomps on the floor. I didn't know there was a dance for it. I just know that that Steve Earle's old school country guy. I mean, it, this, this is a guy who loves the art of country music and and especially the roots here in Texas. Uh, Battleborn says, morning ass family. Did I miss anything about the 17th water hazard at Ponte Verde Players Cup? Wow, I've never seen so many balls go in the drink. I didn't watch. Was there a lot yesterday? What the fuck were those idiots doing? If they were doing it yesterday, were they firing at the pin? By the way, who won that? I was kind of watching it, but then I, I just got dis... I, I get disinterested in that tournament for some reason. And maybe it's because I've played the course and the course is by far the hardest golf course I've ever played. And, and, and I mean that. Ponte Verde Beach, the TPC Sawgrass, is the hardest course I ever played. And look at that. Scotty Sheffer, former Longhorn wins, baby. Boom goes the dynamite. I love Scotty Sheffer. Oh, man. Got to like him, Jordan Spieth. I like them both at the Masters this year. But my, 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 do, my pick. My pick for the Masters this year. We all know it. Tonight, we got a little Tiger bit of Woods. good news. Oh, yeah, hold on, on a Friday. second. Hey, lady, hold on a second here. Um, before we get to you and what you have to say. Um, yeah, my, my pick is still Tiger. It, we're, we're only a few weeks away. My pick's still Tiger. Can't wait. Now, I, I got to let you guys in on something in my head. Uh, it, it may sound like I'm a tad bit distracted this week, and I am. It's a tough week. I'll get through it. Thursday is my least favorite day of the year. A lot of people will go, well, wait a second. It's 316 day. I don't celebrate 316 day anymore. Um, it'll be six years, and I will make it through, but this week is tough. So uh, just to let you know, that's where my head is. My, my head is kind of like I woke up this morning, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, don't think about it. Just go through with the shows. So I'm going to try to just go through with the shows, get through it, because I know that's what Dad would want. So with that being said, we heard about a large bank failure this weekend. The Silicon Valley branch or, or bank, it collapsed. And here's what you need to know about it. 
Now, you gotta wait, look. before I get to it, this is somebody who I, I also follow on TikTok. Ratty Kid sent this to me, and I appreciate it. Um, this is somebody called Under the Desk News. Um, it's a lesbian chick who does all the reports on the ground. I don't know why. She's very out and very proud, but calls everything right down the middle. This gal is what I would consider to be the only journalist that I've seen in a long time. So here you go. Good news. On Friday, the Silicon Valley Bank basically collapsed. Now, they were FDIC insured, so that meant that people who had deposits in that bank would get up to $250,000 back. But people had a lot more than that in that bank. And the good news is the Treasury Department, along with the bank, has found a way to protect all the deposits that were being held in Silicon Valley Bank. No, this is not a bailout. No, this is not coming from the taxpayers. They are planning to liquidate all of the investments that SVB had. Now, a second bank failed in New York today. It was Signature Bank, and the U.S. regulators say that they'll be able to make those customers whole as well, and that both SVB and what was happening with Signature are systemic failures. So that's a little bit of good news, but what about the people who worked for this bank? The insurance that the company had will allow 45 days of employment. So essentially, these people are getting 45 days severance. The stock market jumped up at all of this news. I'll have another update in the morning when we know more, because apparently a bank may buy this failed bank. All right, so she mentioned the other bank, Signature uh, Bank in New York, also uh, citing systemic risk. By the way, Signature is one of the main banks to the cryptocurrency industry. So a lot of people are saying, well, okay, it's not a, a, a bailout, it's not this or that, it, and it's not. But it, it brings a bigger question to the table, and I have all these stories here ready to go. Um, they just... Um, but this part, to me, is the most interesting part. Notice how she talked about the workers, how they'll still be paid for 45 days. Um, it was revealed that bonuses were paid to the staff just hours before the bank collapsed. A lot of financial experts say that the government has until today to prevent a meltdown and stop contagion spreading to other regional banks. Desert Runner Brett says, uh, how many banks failed under Trump? Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm sure there was one or two. I, I, I do not know that off the top of my head. But what I do know is that we're not being told the whole story here. At least in the story that Alicia sent me about this signature one bank, that makes sense to me why that bank failed. The bank failed because they have all this cryptocurrency. And what we're finding out is this crypto shit, and I never got involved in it, and I know a few people that did, and I don't know how financially invested they are into it. Um, but I hope not very. Because this crypto stuff is, is, is the cause of this bank. Now, there was some good news before we found out that, that they're going to liquefy everything and they're going to pay all their investors, there was pretty awesome news, though, to report. That news was is that, that the Markles had all of their, well, Harry had all his money, all his book money in the SVB, in the Silicon Valley Bank, and he had way more than $250,000 in there. Um. 
but the problem is now they'll be getting whole. They'll be made whole. The, the, they're probably going to be one of the first people that are made whole. But if anybody doesn't think that the current situation with the crypto community and this guy who's on trial that has nothing to do with this, I say that banks that are solidly involved with these crypto things, if your bank is totally in, in, involved with that, that would be a scary place to be right now. Ken Dog says cryptocurrencies are nothing but a massive Ponzi scheme. Uh, the Simpson is nailed it again. Yeah. The Simpsons nailed it again. Did they, did they say something about cryptocurrency? See, here's the thing I've never gotten about it. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Maybe I'm too old and, and younger people believe with all the technology and everything that there's something there. There's nothing there there. When you bank, you, you have your money in the bank. There's something there. Maybe not a lot, but there's something tangible there, something you can go to the bank and withdraw and take. Well, crypto, you can't pay with anything. There, there aren't like bitcoins walking around where I don't know how much a bitcoin is worth now, but you can't go into a car dealership with it when it was at its highest worth about 60 grand. You couldn't just flip them a bitcoin and go, oh, I'll take that truck over there. The CEO of that bank took out $3.6 million. There you go. No, Silicon Valley bank failure literally says it on the episode. Okay, all right. Hey, I believe you. Does it surprise you? I mean, and the way that they do this, they do complex mathematics on a computer, so they need to have all these servers going. And I've seen a bunch of these, like, server farms, what they call them. And they have a bunch of servers on there, and they're all logged in, and they're all eating up all this electricity. Once again, electricity, which is powered by, that's right, coal. You know, the one thing we want to get rid of? All these environmentalists, all these people, they go, oh, we want to get rid of coal. Coal's bad. Well, then how are you going to get your cyber, uh, cyber currency? Bitcoin's worth about 20000 now. Cryptocurrency and NFTs are a perfect reflection of the mass delusion of the 21st century people. They think there's something in the account and think it's worth something. Therefore, it must exist. Just like trans people think they're a woman or a man despite their genitals. Or people think they're a dog or a hot air balloon and they believe it. Until the tent pole collapse and they suffocate in their own delusion of stupidity. Uh, I can't wait until that happens, Ogre, because you would be 100%. Correct the mundo. There are Bitcoin ATMs out there. You can take out the cash equivalent, I guess. Really? You can, you can withdraw $20,000 from an ATM? Well, I need, to, I need to find out where that ATM is and get me a fucking, I've got a big Bowie knife. That'll intimidate the shit out of somebody. Because if somebody goes to their damn Bitcoin and withdraws $20,000, I'm taking it from them. If y'all want to play around with that, it's your money. And, and that's the one thing I told one of my friends that do it. Um, it's your money. You you can do with it what you want. And And... 
If this is an investment and you make billions from it, kudos to you. Pie in my face. I don't see it happening that way. I just don't. I mean, we still don't know. Um, we, we still don't know the ramifications of what's going to happen to this fucking asshole who's on trial for the cryptocurrency. Plus the millions upon millions of dollars people like Tom Brady lost. And it, all these people that invested in it who have lost hundreds of millions of dollars, including the cartels. But if that is what floats your boat, if that's what makes you happy to go play in that market, hey, who am I to tell you not to? It's your money. But I will say this. I saw a Bitcoin ATM in not-so-good neighborhood in South Sac. When a dictatorship like El Salvador switches to crypto as its currency, you know it's crooked as fuck. Well, look here. Look here. If you want to invest in that, more power to you. I, I, once again, I don't care. I, I do not care. It's your money. I and, and let me just say this. I hope it works out for you. I really do. And I'm being sincere as I can be right now. But I will say this. Don't come running to me. I love when Arnie talks about crypto. First, Arnie says how he doesn't understand crypto, then immediately gives an accurate explanation of what crypto actually is and how it works. Arnie, you get crypto better than many of the guys that spend their whole lives in it. You're smart enough to never touch that shit. I don't touch it. it, It's not that. It's for the simple fact that I can't touch it. Honestly, that's what it all comes down to. I'm not a smart guy. I'm just a guy who likes tangible things. This is why I don't tell people what they should and shouldn't do with their money, okay? Because who am I? First of all, I waste my money on fucking crap. Ask Braddy Kid about all the crap I have. But you know what? All that crap to me is very, very important. I'm waiting on a poster, and I can't wait to get it hung up in the, in the, the wall because I've redesigned the, the wall of posters when you walk into the house. My top three, actually top four highest uh, movie posters are all going to be movies, about musicians, we've already got Johnny Cash up there. We're replacing the, uh, we're replacing Fight Club, and sadly North Dallas Forty. We'll we'll have those back someday, but we're replacing them with Great Balls of Fire and the Elvis movie. I can't wait. I've got it. I've I've got the Great Balls of Fire. I'm waiting for the Elvis poster, which I ordered on eBay for like twenty two dollars. I did not realize it was coming from Warsaw, Poland. Should be here in the next week, even though it did fly to Dallas and now it's in San Antonio. Very strange. And there's Braddy Kid, of course. Uh, truth, clutter, shit. Yes, just like your clutter and shit that you have as well. I won't say anything. Um. All right. But yes, there you go. So there, there's your update on the uh, the SVB and their workers and everything like that. You bought it on Wishowski.com. No, no, I did not buy anything. I do not use Wish. I learned my one painful fucking product from that. Now, there was one really kind of funny story besides the Markles that came from the SVB failure. 
Do you have the iconic Farrah Fawcett poster up? No, I have a T-shirt of it, though. Mompreneurs. That's, I guess, a new name. Mompreneurs, like entrepreneurs, but mompreneurs. On Etsy, say they can't pay the mortgage or feed their kids after their payments failed to arrive because the firm used shuttered Silicon Valley Bank to process all sales. So the, the, these people that, that put their, their, their works and their means on Etsy, their designs, they aren't getting paid, right? Well, they'll get paid. Etsy sailor, they cannot pay their bills after the online marketplace froze. Moms who bank on earnings from the online marketplace are panicked about how they will feed their families and pay their mortgage. Well, just talk to your husband. It comes from the collapse on Friday, the biggest bank fail since 2008. So there you go, the, these gals. Oh, oh, she has something to say. Um, I'm an Etsy shop owner. I've been an Etsy shop owner since 2015. I do very well on Etsy. Um, I noticed today my money that was supposed to be deposited to have available tomorrow in my checking account was never sent to my checking account. And then I get an email that because of the Silicon Valley bank they can't issue my deposit my money that i worked hard for they can't send to my bank account the money i was expecting to have in my bank account tomorrow they can't send to me no so why is that my problem i have to pay my mortgage in a few days why is that your problem well i can tell you why did you look into the um the fine print when it came to selling on etsy did you look at that the answer is no. The answer is no. It's like anybody. Has anybody ever read the terms and conditions when Apple has you re-sign up for something? Or Apple has a new thing that they have to download on your phone? Everybody, and I mean everybody, just clicks fucking accept. Everybody does. Look, look, I get it. Nobody has time to read the, the billion words in the smallest font known to mankind. So you just hit accept. And that's what these Etsy moms do. Etsy is crooked as fuck. Maybe they should budget and have an emergency fund. I'm almost glad I can't do woodworking and sell shit on Etsy anymore. Etsy should have financial backups in place. Fuck them and their thieving ways. Well, here's the deal. I would imagine that somewhere... In Etsy's agreement plan that we, if you become a seller on Etsy, you have to agree to their terms because you're selling on their website. I would imagine that somewhere in there they divulge that they are a member of the SVB bank. And they probably warn you about if there is a bank failure because, once again, this is the largest bank failure since 2008, so it doesn't happen all the time. Uh, something happens that, well, you're shit out of luck for a while. Now, you'll probably get your money when, when the government decides to, to and it's going to take a while to liquefy all their stuff, but you're going to get your money. But you see, this is why some people will set up their own websites, and they won't sell it on Etsy. They'll sell their own shit through their own website. Isn't that something? Isn't that amazing? Or you have some people who don't like what the, the terms and condition are of Etsy, and they just stop doing it. 
and that's that's fine too. You don't have to have your stuff. You can sell all your stuff on your own website. Now, granted, Etsy's a much better engine for you to sell your stuff on. It's a much larger place for you to sell your stuff on. I get it. But this is what happens. I mean, there are roadblocks out there. Look, I I have to do this. I have to rely on a British company to broadcast live every day. I have to. I, there have been some days that Mixler is shit to bed, and there's nothing I can do about it, short of starting my own live. You know, and I'd need all kinds of. And let me just tell you, the price of this show would go through the roof then. I understand it, but these are the. This is the cost of doing business in the world now. Uh, Sanchez family says, get ready for universal digital banking, no more cash, social credit scores like China. I, I see that that is what they'd probably like. Of course, I read the terms. I don't want to wind up in a human centipede. Um, I, I, I get it. I, it. The world, look, look, the world not only wants universal digital banking, the world wants just one big place. They don't want to have. They don't want to have all these different. We want one world. Well, we don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. The the powers that be. They want this one world community where we have one leader of the world, which that wouldn't work. By the way, it's never worked because every country has always tried this to to take over the world. Too many people depending on cash to avoid scrutiny. Not going to happen anytime soon. I hope not. There are places, though, around this country, and I, I find it, it. I haven't found one yet, and if I find one and I'm about to pay with cash, I'm going to lose my shit. There are plenty of places that say, oh, no cash accepted here. How is that even legal? You remember the uh, the mayor of, of, of Chicago, you, the former, I'm sorry, the f- I love being able to say the former mayor of Chicago. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief, murderer. Is the same person that told Chicago businesses, "Hey, if you want to stop getting robbed, don't accept cash anymore." Huh? All conspiracy people are going crazy right now. Uh, look, it's going to happen. Told you. Oh, sure. All the Etsy sellers are getting a letter today. Sorry, folks. Banks closed. Moose out front. Should have told you. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Sorry, folks. Park's closed. The Moose out front should have told you. Oh, such a great line. That is such a great line. I would rather send them a letter like, hey, you ain't going to get your money. Why? I don't kid yourself, mate. You look like a rapist. Yeah, I mean... I'd send him back a letter that says, I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. One of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Holy mother of Jesus. Have you seen my wiener? I mean, seriously. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, by the way, there's something that we've been clamoring for. Oh, I haven't been clamoring for it. I've told you it ain't going to be a real thing, but hey. Oh, new show now. Oh, Shannon Doe is playing it. At Billy Bob's? No, I don't need to see that. Is that like a $5 show? Ooh, Mark Chestnut, March 18th. That ain't bad. 
Neil McCoy, fuck no. All right. Not any good shows coming to town. I wouldn't mind seeing Mark Chestnut. Mark Chestnut might not be too bad, but still ain't going to go. Um, all right. <laughs> this is stupid. The, uh, the next two stories are absolute fucking stupidity. The newest political party is on ballots now in three states, and it says to have Democrats scared. The political party has won ballot access in three states, uh, aiming to offer voters a viable third-party option for president in 2024. Hold on a second here. Yeah, let me... Um, actually, I have a better sound effect than that. There we go. Let me read that again. Um, Aiming to offer voters a viable third-party option for president in 2024. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. I don't think any stadiums take cash anymore. Every baseball game I went to on the East Coast last year only accepted card or Apple Pay. Well, that's fine. I didn't go to any Cowboys games. We went to the only Ranger games we go to. We sit in the all-you-can-eat section. You buy your tickets online, of course, and then you go there and you get your ticket, and you can get all the sodas and all the hot dogs you want. Sitting in left field, you're protected. It's all covered. Fantastic. Um, no labels. A group that claims to want to give voters a non-extreme presidential option next year has gained enough support to appear on the ballots in Colorado. Arizona, and Oregon. Criticism of the group varies between those calling it a blatant effort to hurt President Joe Biden's re-election chance to those calling it outright grift. First of all, first of all, cry me a fucking river. Didn't see a bunch of people cry. Well, you did. They were called Republicans when Ross Perot ran and cost George H.W. Bush his presidency of a second term to Bill Clinton. But let, let, let's just, let's have this conversation, ass family. I know that we've all talked about the third party and we've all screamed names and there was a third party guy that ran. They get less than 1% of the vote most of the time. The only time a third party candidate can work in an election. And then let me tell you what happens after the election because we've seen it. Let's say somehow the third-party person is a very popular pick. And somehow between the three, and, and I don't think in presidential elections you have to get over 50%. You just have to be the, the outright winner, right? I'm not, I'm not sure how that works. But all you need is 34%. And make sure that, that everybody has less than 34% than you do. And you can win the presidency. Well, first of all, you're going to have to send out somebody fucking fantastic if it's going to get 34%. And secondly, let's say that you do send somebody out that is amazing and they get 38% and they win the presidency of the United States of America. Do you know what happens next? Does anybody know what happens next? 
The answer is not a fucking thing. Because neither side wants to work with somebody that's not on their side. I don't, hey, hey, I don't agree with it. I think that we should be doing what's best for America. But they need to get their pound of flesh. And all you have to do is look towards Jesse the Body Ventura in Minnesota. He won the governorship there as an independent. Now, this is before he went jackpot crazy. Started with his conspiracy theory shows and all this kind of stuff that he had. When he was elected, a lot of people were excited that he was elected. And what happened? Minnesota got nothing done because neither the Republicans nor the Democrats wanted to work with him. Now you can look at Arnold Schwarzenegger in California. You can see nothing was done, and he had a Republican letter next to his name. And that's pretty much why nothing got done in California under his watch and the fact that he wasn't really a politician. He's an action star. As far as this third party taking over, okay. I'll play your I'll, I'll play your stupid game. Oh, great. We got a third party candidate. Now, the best news is it'll probably unseat the president who's in there right now, and either Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump will become president. So I don't have a problem with that. Can you imagine that happening now? Can you imagine a third party taking votes away from Joe Biden? Oh, my God, the left would be out of their minds. They would be, there would not be crime in the streets. There would be tears in the streets. If you thought 2016 was gorgeous and beautiful with all the people crying, not my president, not my president. If you thought that was a sight to see, just wait and see if the third party cancels out fucking Joe Biden. Oh, the Democrats would be beside themselves. And I'd love it. I'd love every second of it. But I'm not. I, I I'm not banking on it. Mainly because, well, I'm not stupid. Now I saw this story, and and, and I had a laugh. I, I, pardon me for laughing, and I probably shouldn't laugh because it, it's not funny, but it kind of is. Uh, Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Orbador. said on Thursday that he threatens to launch an information campaign in the U.S. against Republicans, telling Mexican and Hispanics not to vote for them unless U.S. lawmakers change the treatment of Mexico. Apparent threat of election interference by the head of a state. Response for the U.S. to call for actions against cartels smuggling fentanyl across the border. Now, 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 are you trying to rally your people, sir? Charjo. Um, let's 
So, so you're going to reach out to all the millions of people that escaped your country and tell them not to vote for Republicans. Excuse me. Look, 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 maybe this is my, my racist side coming out, maybe. I don't know. If it is, hey, it is. But I don't know about you, but it, if the Mexican president threatens to meddle in U.S. elections... Is he going to keep chiclets out of America? Is that is that his big thing there? Hey, if you vote Republican, we'll stop giving y'all chiclets. To be threatened by the leader of Mexico who isn't running a cartel, I would listen to a cartel leader before I listen to the actual president of Mexico. Why? Because the president of Mexico is a moron. You're going to threaten American elections? All right. All right. Well, hey, you know, I I know that Lindsey Graham spoke about it last week. Senator Lindsey Graham, who I'm still on the fence with. He's not as bad as the dipshit who got a fucking concussion. Mitch McConnell. He got it because he hit his head too hard on the table after he was blowing Chuck Schumer. Real story. But Lindsey Graham came out last week after we we talked about this story about the, the Tummy Tuck Four who got shot up by a cartel, and then the cartel put five guys in the street. I guess they put more guys in the street, too. Once again, nobody that was actually involved in that shooting. Nobody at all. These were probably guys who didn't want to, you know, work for the cartel, so they said, okay, you're going to prison. Not one of those guys pulled the trigger. Um. I like people that make fun of me for liking wrestling. I really do. By the way, great, uh, great story last night on Kane, on the uh, biographies. And then pretty cool story about the, uh, the rivalry between Triple H and Bautista. I wasn't watching a lot of wrestling then because Stone Cold had retired. And I was, it, it, when Stone Cold retired, it broke my heart. So I didn't watch for a long time. Now I'm, I'm fully involved. I watch AEW, WWE, fucking wearing a wrestling shirt today. I love wrestling. I can't wait for my wife's vote for Pedro's sticker in the mail. Um, to the people that make fun of me for liking wrestling, oh, it's fake. <laughs> I, I always come back and I'm saying, well, Tobey Maguire really can't shoot Webb out of his hands. And Robert Downey Jr. does not fly around shooting lasers out of his hands either. That's all fake, too. See, I watch it for entertainment. And it's a continuing story, and that's why you can talk about it. I love that people who want to say we shouldn't mess with Mexico, or or people like this that think, do you realize that, that we could wipe out Mexico? If you really thought about it, do you do you know the power the United States has? See, this is the thing that I love so much. Wrestling is more real than transgenders. Oh, I've got a story about a kid who questioned the transgenders. It's going to make y'all mad. Um, do you not realize that 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 we have our, our dogs in kennels right now, if you will? 
we could eviscerate probably about 90% of the earth if we wanted to. But we don't because we are the world's big brother, and we're here to keep everybody in line, okay? You know, if Mexico really wants to continue to fuck around and find out, hey, we've got a wonderful fucking state militia here in Texas that we'll gladly set up on the border, all across the border of Texas. You other states will have to get your own little help there. Um, You put me in charge? See, this is another reason why I can't be president. I can't be ruler of anything. You want to illegally cross? All right, well, guess what? We got a bunch of 50 caliber fucking Gatling guns that are, are guarding our border now. Come here the right way. Do it the right way. Become citizens. Now, the, the people that got here, hey, you got one over on us. We're going to give you that one. But when you're busted, when you're, when you're busted for breaking another law, I don't know, like rape, See, we gave you the illegal entry into our country. We, we, we've given away. We, we, we've said, okay, that's one we'll give you. Now, I'm waiting for my crime. I've asked this a number of times on the show. When do I get my crime that I get to walk away from? See, as a natural-born U.S. citizen, I should get at least one, right? Because we're allowing these people to come to our country illegally. We're allowing them to break the law. So how about you allow me to do something and get away with it one time? Now, see, if I break the law again, then you can get me on that crime of murder. Let me cut off somebody's head. And I promise I will walk the straight and narrow. And I think a lot of people know whose head I'd cut off. Mm-hmm. What a joke this Mexican president is. More and more Hispanic people I know are voting Republican because what they see Democrats want in America to look more like Mexico. They escape Mexico for a reason. Most are pro-life Catholics and see how being soft on crime and corruption only severs, uh, serves to collapse a society. Yeah. Cough shoplifting. Okay. All right. Maybe you got me on that one, Jen. Maybe you got me on that one. But back to Christopher's point. Christopher is 100% correct. We saw a city in Texas that is the most Hispanic-based voting city in America that has historically always voted Democrat, always, in the last, or not the last election, but the election before, we saw a gigantic flip in the numbers. Democrats still won that, that area, but only by a couple percent. And in the next election, the last election, that county, that county in the south part of Texas that is 97% Hispanic went Republican. And it's not necessarily because of the pro-life Catholics. That does play into it. But everything that Hispanic people were promised by Democrats, that never came true. And Hispanics are saying, enough is enough, compadre. We told you to shit or get off the pot last time, and well, you still haven't, so we're going to vote the other way. 
they actually elected a state representative for the state of Texas in Congress from that district who's a female Republican Hispanic. And this guy's trying to say that the Republicans are bad. Well, they're living up to their promises they made to Hispanic people. Unlike you, who can't even keep his own people safe in the streets. I'm fairly certain you've gotten away with more than one time. You've got away with your one American gimme. All right, fang. Uh, GOP candidates need to promise tax incentives to taco truck owners. I guarantee no Democrat wins in those districts ever again. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Big, uh, yeah, look, it, uh, this, this president is in line with Democrats, obviously, because he wants them to win. Why? Because that'll for- force more money to them and knows they, the borders aren't going to be secured. You put a Republican in place, guess what? The southern border becomes a little bit more secure. If you put me in place, the border, the southern border hell is the most secure place on earth. I'll tell you that right now. I would fucking birth babies right there. Oh, you want to try to cross over? I will shoot them all the way to the New Mexico border. If they want to come in through New Mexico, see, I'm going to treat illegal immigrants like people treat the homeless. They aren't here anymore, and that's all I care about. I don't care where they come in. If they want to come in through New Mexico, through Arizona, through California, more power to you. Come in through Canada, why don't you? But you ain't coming in through here no more. Which means I am doing my job. Have we forgotten that one, people? Have we forgotten to use it? I mean, we we don't say it that often like we used to say it on this show, but... Do your fucking job. I mean, honestly, and... You need to grow the fuck up. You really do, because... Listen, that, that's a bunch of hooey. That soft and cuddly feeling, we're going to hug a thug. Y'all need to wake up. Mm-hmm. American leaders are too afraid to make the tough decisions. Yeah. No, I don't think they're too... They're, they're afraid of what it will do to them politically. That's what they're afraid of. There's a shit trying to, trying to get through El Paso. I saw the video of like a 1,000 people trying to get through, but the barbed wire and the Border Patrol did keep them at bay. I think some got through, but not many. Funnel them elsewhere. We have too many cartel members and homeless as it is. Yeah. Look, hey, man, I don't, I don't care where you funnel. You just ain't coming through Texas. Sorry, not Sorry. You want to come in through any other border, you go right ahead. It's up to them to keep their areas safe and, and, and patrol. What I will not let happen, and I hope that Governor Wheels doesn't, is I hope that Texas doesn't become the big brother of America and have to start fighting everybody's battles for them. Because we'll say no to that. We'll gladly say no. No, no thank you. I believe they are meeting this week to try to talk about a Texit. <sighs> the people that talk about the the Texas leaving the Union, seceding. 
I, I, I love hearing about it because I know it's something that will never happen. It, it, it's like Pete Davidson winning an Academy Award, even though I shouldn't say that won't happen because that probably will happen at some point in my life, and then I'll, it'll just be over. But Texas will never leave the, the United States of America because America can't, he, America can't handle a loss that big. And I'm not saying that because I'm a proud Texan. I'm saying that because it's true. Texas has the fifth largest economy in the world. In the world. America's number one. I believe China's number two. I don't care about third. Fourth place is California. California's not going to be there for long with all the money that they're about to waste because we have a story about, oh boy. I swear to God, it, it's so fantastic to read the stories about California, and I don't live there anymore. Y'all are about to be broke as fuck, and I'll tell you that story next. Um, but they'd never let Texas leave. Texas could afford to be on its own. It could. Look, look, that's the thing is that Texas could leave and afford it. The United States couldn't afford it, and they don't want that to happen. Uh, good morning, Arnie. Is this the 2024 Arnie States for Governor speech? Did you see 90 right opposed to tag you? No, I didn't see that yet. Oh, wait. I, maybe I did. Uh, maybe I did. The, the one you tagged me in. Let's see. Uh, hold on, let me go to my page. I had some hooker like a lot of my stuff today. One of these people that, that sends you a friend request. Oh, wait, I didn't know. Maybe I didn't see it. Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, yeah. The new afternoon show. Whatever. New Mexico needs all the non-coastal Californians to come here to swing the state back to red, please. Um, look, look, the, Texas is not, not going anywhere. Now, if I, was, if I was governor, I'd want to fucking secede. Oh, hell yeah, I'd want to secede. I know it's not going to happen, though. So it, they, they'll talk about it this week, and you'll probably hear some rumblings about it. But nobody here is talking about it. So, yeah, so I guess 98. By the way, by the way, huge uh, congratulations going out to my man Mikey and his new bride. Uh, they got married yesterday. Congratulations. Or this weekend they got married. So congratulations to them. I wish them nothing but the best. Uh, I, I love Mikey like a brother. He's a good, good man. So, uh, and what they did to him was wrong, and, well, maybe that afternoon show might have to get some phone calls in their future. I'm just saying. All right, before we get into the story about the Catholic school kid, um, California Governor Gavin Newsom, the biggest idiot in the world. I, I, I really would have to say that this guy is by far the stupidest person in the world. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. Is what is said after every speech he gives. California, a state which never allowed slavery, is considering giving hundreds of billions, that's with a B, of dollars to black residents in reparations as a way to make amends for slavery. Now, 
now I have to tell you that that when you sit there and you scratch your head long enough and you go wait a second the state that it was never legal to have slaves in the state that really didn't have a lot of slaves to begin with and they're given reparations well this isn't about that the California Reparations Task Force, which was created in 2020, their initial proposal was to give $360,000 per person to the approximately 1.8 million black Californians who had an ancestor enslaved in the U.S. Now, I, I keep saying enslaved because... It's not about that. See, what it boils down to is unfair. Uh, it's actually unfair um, housing efforts, unfair uh, labor practices, and violence from the police. None of those say the word slavery. Well, if it were to be the $1.8 million getting $360,000, that would cost about $640 billion. <laughs> the problem is, is that the, the coalition that they've got together, it's somewhere around 5 to $8 million per person now which will put that money in the trillions. A figure presented to striking down from last year, the state enjoyed a surplus of about $100 billion due to federal COVID relief. To make matters worse, California Legislative Analysis Office, a government agency that analyzed the budget for the state legislatures, estimated a a report that his forecast undershot the mark by about $7 billion thanks to about $10 billion less in tax revenues than expected. Probably a lot of that could be the Californians that have left the state of California. You will go completely broke. California is about to go completely broke if they pay out these reparations. Christopher says, Arnie shouldn't have been so quick to dismiss you earlier. Now that I've had some time to think about it, I still think that the Iranians themselves, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that here. Uh, Christopher, hold that to yourself when we bring that up again. Uh, I'm in the middle of reparations talk. I understand you have limited time, but I, I don't want to get back in. I don't want to go back. Uh, task force required by AB 3121 to recommend to the state methods uh, calculating reparations and the scope of reparations. Based on their recommendation, the legislature's un- ultimate task with implementing these changes into law. If you, if you see that the state approves this, your state will go financially bankrupt. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And I don't like to bet because I don't like to lose money. I, I was never a big better when I lived in, Cal- in Nevada because I hate losing money. Um, this one I'd almost bet on that California gives into it. Just a ploy Newsom will use to pursue the White House. Look what he did for African-Americans. Look what I did for African-Americans. The problem is the state can't pay for it. If it was, Remember the cost now. Now, it was $180 billion for, to hand out one point, or it was in the billions for 1.8 or for $360,000. 
Well, let's see. That's uh, 10, 20 times. What, what, what the group has come up with is 20 times more than that. So you can now multiply that, what, the, the billion, the $100 billion by 20? So now it's $2 trillion, which is what it'll cost California. California doesn't have $2 trillion to pay out in reparations. Um, why is he? I can't see that they're doing this to buy votes because these are the most expensive votes they can buy. Hell, you want to buy votes? Let me tell you. Get rid of the fucking the the ban on flavored tobacco. You you want? I, I'm not kidding. They got rid of menthols. You you want to you want to get the black vote back? Fucking bring back Newports and Cools immediately. The Hennessy and Crystal Crystal companies will make a fortune if reparations are passed. You think Larry Elder or any other black conservatives will see a dime of this money? Well, he should. I mean, if we're paying it out to the, the, the people, if he's from the San Francisco area and he's going to get it, he should. Now, I don't know if he'd accept it. And it, and it would be tough for me to say, it, it, for to tell somebody they can't accept $8 million. Now, you shouldn't have, look, if if the state wants to send me $8 million, you will never see me go to a bank fast enough to cash that shit. Don't forget vagina slimes, Virginia Slims. Like the Chappelle skit, Ogre, I'm rich, bitch. Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. I understand that, but you still got to give him that money. Um, a Canadian student, and this will be the last story of this break because I need, I need some really fun stuff in the next one and I've got it. Uh, a Canadian Catholic school student arrested, charged for saying men, women are different. That's right. You heard me. Um, arrested for holding Christian beliefs at a Christian school. Canadian Catholic high school student Josh Alexander claims that's the story behind authorities arresting and charging him for trying to attend class last month. Alexander was a student at the Canadian Catholic Church School in Ontario until he spoke his mind over concerns of men and women's restrooms at the institution. Um, Distinguishing men from women and believing God only created two genders, he suggested, eventually led authorities to arrest and charge him for the offenses. He, He was on Tucker Carlson. He said, female students complained to me that they were concerned because males were using their bathrooms. This turned into a debate at the school. I stated my opinion on it, and I used scripture to back it up. They removed me from the building for the remainder of the year, and when I attempted to attend class, I was arrested and charged. So he was arrested, actually. Let's get this right. He was actually arrested for trespassing. Okay, He wasn't arrested for his speech. He was kicked out of school for his speech. 
So I think that's a, that's a better place to start. Um, I was just texted, am I wrong to assume if these reparations go through, the division between blacks and whites will be just widened? Absolutely. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. We give somebody $8 million and they didn't have no slaves in their family and it's all because of that. I am getting the N-word back. I can only use it in San Francisco, though. Okay, that's fine. You, you want to see? You want to see vacate? You want to see? <laughs> if that was offered, man, vacation would be the destination. Popular, it would be the choice of all racists everywhere if they got the N word back. You can use the N word free and clear in San Francisco. We're booking a trip. Alexander said he pointed out the school's Christian identity, claiming that he took a related discussion to school administrators who refused to hear him out. Now, so, kid goes to a Catholic school. I got to think the Catholics are pretty much against the transgender movement. I, I, I don't know. Do I have any Catholics in the audience? Please let me know. Uh, the Catholics are probably not in favor of the transgender movement. Yet this school, which is a, a Catholic school, kicked out a kid who was taking the side of most religious people when it comes to this argument, right or wrong, whatever you want to think. And they kicked him out of school for it. We've really jumped the shark when a Catholic school says you can't say boy and girl. San Francisco's tourism would go through the roof. Amen to that. Arias says, I went to a Catholic school. How much further does this group get? We're kicking kids out who are defending the point that they don't want. That, that, wait, 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 wait. Now, I know that there are going to be girls that will not come forward because their parents won't allow them to, and they're in Canada. And, and this is hard to talk about because it's in Canada. Yes, Catholic, they are not big fans. Okay, good. Um, where are the young ladies at? Uh, because I, I, I know they're out there, and they're being shut down by their parents, and I understand that. The parents have the right to shut their kids down. But the girls that are complaining that there are boys in the, in the girls' bathrooms, this is not a new complaint. We've heard this complaint. Christopher says, Catholic here, we're not fans. Okay, good, thank you. This is just another war against the women. Now, now, I, I am not anti-woman. Am I a mis misogynist? Yes, because it's funny. I would never hold a woman down. If I was able to hire a woman, I would pay her the exact same that I would pay a man because she's doing the same job. Look here, and I'll tell you this right now. Men have stolen from you women. And I'm sorry to all you guys out there. I'm sorry, I, I'm giving you my personal thoughts here. And this is my personal thought. I think it's fucking absolutely ridiculous that men get six to eight weeks off to quote-unquote bond with their children. We used to give women that time off so they could bond with their children and recover because they just fucking shit out a life. The men didn't do anything. The men sat there and maybe passed out in the room or maybe breathed or maybe they weren't even in the room. 
but we're going to give them six weeks off because they're just as important as when. I'm here to tell you, that naturing thing that happens at the very beginning, that's all about mom. And I'm not trying to put down men here. I'm trying to put down the men who fight for this. This Family Rights Act. Fuck you. Fucking A. You know what? Why don't you sack up? Why don't you man up for fucking once in your life and say, honey, I got this? Instead of, honey, when do I get my time off? Oh, I'm about to fucking lose my mind. Do people not realize that when you have a baby, the world does not stop? And that baby needs you. That baby needs you, the parent. I'm dealing, not really dealing with it, I'm watching it happen. One shitbird parent. And it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. But there is a little bit of uh, 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 of hope for, and, and if you don't know, I'm talking about little Roscoe, who is uh, Braddy Kid Spawn's son, who lives here at the house. It breaks my heart every time. For I, I don't like Friday and Saturdays anymore because Roscoe has to go over there for a little bit. And I know that he's not being paid attention to. Comes home in shitty diapers. He, he, he guys, I, I can go more off when once the, the divorce is final, and I can't wait. But this idea that a man needs six weeks off, no, no. Donald says I took four weeks off to give mom a break and let her sleep while I took care of the baby for the first month. All right, well, hey, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It, My bond, nobody knows the the bond that I had with my dad. Never, ever, never, no no one could ever break that bond. My dad didn't take four, six, eight weeks off when I was born. He continued to work and drink. But the more I see this, the more it just fucking boggles my mind that we we continue to make women, and that's the point of this whole rant right here, is we continue to say, women, well, we we need the same amount of time. No, you don't. I understand that that the the pregnancy did weigh a lot on the the fathers, and now they're parents and they have to deal with it, and I think men are, are better able to compartmentalize a lot of things, and they can put that away and go to work. Uh, I took off the day my kids were born, and the next day, that's it. Shit, I took two days off my daughter was born, four when my son was born. I took two weeks off my own earned vacation to essentially run errands, cook, help clean, while my wife was medically recovering. The bonding part was only a small part. I was way too busy. See, and that's the thing. At least you're going to be honest about it. You did all those things that, that your wife could could raise there and... and my own earned vacation. So you took that time off. Now they're forcing fucking companies to say, well, the man needs six weeks off. Let's remember the, uh, the Secretary of Transportation. When he and his husband, that's right, when I said he and his husband, 
adopted children. No birthing was needed there. Pete Buttigieg took eight weeks off. Eight. I had a C-section on Friday, and by Tuesday, I was up coaching U.S. Uh, under-8 soccer and working. And I took two weeks off as well. I used my own PTO. And and honestly, if that's the way you want to do it, I, have, I don't have anything to say. These are my opinions, first of all. And you can disagree with all my opinions, but I think that's the way to do it. You know, I think that's the manly way to do it. But once again, that's just me. And this is just an attack further on females in our society, in my opinion. I just bought my 14-year-old son golf clubs. We're going to start bonding now. (laughs) But this is embarrassing that, that a Canadian school is kicking a kid out of Catholic school because he thinks that boys should go to the boys' restroom and girls should go to the girls' restroom. Once again, anybody who tells you that Canada is a much better version than America, you have the authority based on me to punch that person in the mouth as hard as you possibly can. Canada, where you really don't have that many rights. Um, you know what? I'm just going to keep going here because that's what I want to do. Uh, let's see. Let me let me get the stories in place here. Do to do 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 to do, ba do ba do ba do ba do. Oh, I gotta get that one in there. Um, oh, by the way, today's jokes. What's the best part of going to garage sales in the hood? Getting your stuff back. <laughs> and who retired with the most career knockouts? Bill Cosby. Terrible, terrible jokes. I might put that one in there. We'll see that. Uh, maybe see that. Okay. All right. By the way, great job, Christopher, on the movie review yet again. Thank you so much. You saw Scream 6 over the weekend. Said it was pretty good. So there you go. We got that going for us. Wait, wait, wait hold on. What did you give it? Let me see what you gave it. You gave it a 7 out of 10. Uh, if you like the last one, check this one out. Okay, cool. South Park said to blame Canada, and that's not a real country anyway. Amen to that. Blame Canada. All right. Now, good news to report. Everybody has been hitting me up on this, wanting to know. I have the date for the release of The Expendables 4. The release date is being produced by Millennium Media and Campbell Groham Films, as well as being distributed by Lionsgate. Uh, it's a birthday gift for me. The movie, the fourth of the franchise, will be released in the United States on September 22nd. Now... They say that it'll probably be moved up to August because that's when the last ones were were all released. Yes, Ogre Woo. I finally saw Cocaine Bear over the weekend. Bravo, that was a good movie. Oh, that movie's fantastic. 
Um, the plot, they don't have a lot for the plot. It is going to be action-packed. Uh, no Terry Crews this time, sadly. Uh, he has a problem with one of the producers or somebody. Um, it looks like um, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson's going to be in it. Megan Fox, Tony Jaw, Jacob Scipio, Levi Tran, Eddie Hall. Is that strongman Eddie Hall? Is that the world's strongest man's going to be in this? Iowa Uwisis and strongman Andy Garcia. Ah, muy caliente, Andy Garcia. He's got to be the bad guy. He's definitely got to be the bad guy. Come on now. Look, I, I, I don't get, I'm just excited. I can't wait. I can't wait for the Expendables. No trailer yet. I don't have that to, uh, what are they saying here? That's a great question, Scott. PG or third? Oh. The trailer, nothing yet. No word on if Arnold's in it or Jet Li. I, Arnold's got to be in it. I hope they stay in Steven Seagal as a villain who runs a giant illegal donut factory, secretly vends drugs. I I think they'd fucking, what's his name? Uh, the, the machete should be in it somewhere. Um, I am not seeing a rating yet, so I, I can't tell you what the it, it is. Tony Jaw is a bad motherfucker. All right, well, I, look, I'm excited as hell for this movie. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. So September 22nd, probably an August release. You're welcome. See, I've done my due diligence. I found out. I tell you I'm going to try to find something out. I try to find something out. Now, something very interesting, a reason I might want to go to Austin. Oh, man. Oh, if you could get Michael J. White to fight Wesley Snipes, that would be an amazing fight. Michael J. White is a man I would, oh, God, I, I would cower down to. That man frightens me. Joe Rogan has opened a new comedy club in Austin, which I can't believe this. Um, the comedy mothership venue debuted this week in Austin, and it has been praised by attendees for its defiance of woke acts on comedy. I love it. I love it. Uh, a man named Brady from Phoenix claimed the new club is a game changer for freedom of speech. I think it's a very big deal that Joe is opening his own club. It's providing opportunity for people to speak their mind for free speech without fear of rep repercussion of being canceled. Everyone here is to have a good time, and that's really what the embodiment of free speech is. Now, let me just tell you. Danny Trejo, that's his name. Danny Glover, no, he's too old. Jackie Chan, maybe. Sanchez family says about time. I wish. And I, 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 I believe in Joe Rogan on this. I really do. Um, I hope this club lasts in Austin. But it's in Austin. And Sanchez family, I'm right there with you and fuck your feelings. One of two things is going to happen here. Um, 
the the second one is the worst one that could happen. Um, is that the woke overrun this theater and get it to shut down, or they're outside picketing and people won't want to go? Because there are plenty of people in Texas that won't want to cross that. I, I'll happily cross that picket line, even though it's in Austin. The other thing that could happen, and I don't necessarily want to see this, is a bunch of people, and, and this is what they need to portray there in the club, that this club is about free speech, but you still got to be funny. This isn't a place to come on stage and just say the N-word five million times. Arnie, you need to get on stage there, get Joe's attention, be a guest on his podcast. Bam, next thing you know, the Arnie State Show is on Spotify, and you're a global phenomenon. Book it. I'm going to make some calls. I have material that I can use. It's not the material I'm using, you know, this summer when I come out west. I got plenty of material to use. I got plenty of good material to use. But I'm going to see how this plays out first because, once again, it's in Austin. And I don't have a lot of uh, – the only hope I have in Austin, he wears number 16 in burnt orange. His name is Arch Manning. That's the only hope I have in Austin because uh, a club like this is great. I think it's a great idea. I think it's wonderful that people like Joe Rogan are starting to take comedy back because that's what it was going to take. Um, Douglas, I'm still working on it. I will let you know as soon as I have. Um, it's about time. I mean, we've seen Gutterfield on Fox. He's pretty funny from what I understand. I, I don't stay up late and watch him too much. Um, we see that Roseanne Barr is coming out on Fox now, and she's doing a lot more talk, and there's these conservative. You get, I, I don't ever want to be labeled as a conservative comedian. I, I don't, and, and I'm, I'm afraid that that'll be – I think that's the next niche. And I love when people try to, to nail Joe Rogan as a conservative because he's anything but a conservative. Now, personally, I don't know Joe Rogan. I've never met him. I, I, think, I think his show is amazing. I don't listen because I don't want to steal from him. Uh, I think he does a lot of research. I think he has great people on his show. I think he has great people that work behind the scenes, and that's very, very important for a show that big um, that get him and that don't get offended. I don't know when this country started to get offended at everything. I don't know when we stopped wearing our big boy and big girl pants. I don't know when all this started. Because I've known forever that everybody has a story. Okay, everybody has a story. It's like an asshole. Everybody has one. It's like an opinion. Everybody has something bad that happened to them in life. And we all used to know that. Uh, that blonde chick, Victoria Jackson from SNL in the 80s, has a tagline on her social media, conservative comedian. And I imagine she doesn't get booked at, at – I imagine she gets booked because of her name. But it's like Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, you know, thank God that Adam Sandler's still his friend and, and allowing him to be in movies and things because he would be canceled. 
for his conservative brand of humor. My brand of humor is this. My brand of humor is funny. I would consider myself a funny comedian. That's what I want to be known as. I don't want to be known as conservative or liberal comedian. I want to be known as a funny comedian. And all these comedians that worry about getting involved in politics and things like that, people like Seth Rogen, watching, seeing some of the highlights I saw last night from the, what is it, the, the, the 88th rendition of the, the gigantic uh, fucking communist fucking convention, which is also known as the Academy Awards. I will say Jimmy Kimmel did make one funny joke. And it, it involved Seth Rogen. He said, seeing Seth Rogen and, and you know, uh, Steven Spielberg sitting close to each other, it's like Joe and, and Hunter Biden. Rob Schneider sold out in Oklahoma. Go figure. There's going to be plenty of places that comedians like that sell out. Oh, I'm oh, look, look, Rob Schneider, if he wants to play in California, he's got to play with people like Adam Sandler. He wants to go to Oklahoma where they just voted down marijuana. He's going to do fine. But if I, it, it, if, God forbid that Rob Schneider was my favorite comedian and I lived in a liberal town, people ain't going to go because they don't want to be labeled as conservative. Being labeled a conservative is almost being bad as called a cis woman. The war is against them. The media is against them. All the people, uh, all the people in public are against. Now you might get people that behind the scene. Oh yeah, I totally support everything you're doing. Well, why don't you say that in front of the scenes? I I don't I don't mind Rob Schneider. I like Rob Schneider. I like his. I like what he's saying. I like that he has the balls to go out there and do the conservative jokes. That he does. I have no problem with it. I'm glad he's selling out. I just think in, in this rant, my, my main idea of this rant is I think it's terrible that we have politicized comedy as much as we have. It, 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 it makes me sad because comedy used to be based on one thing, how funny you were. That's what it used to be based on. Is it still? Some places, maybe. Um, Jim Brewer's doing it now. I like Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer's kind of a one-trick pony, though. He's got Goat Boy, and that's about it. I don't mind Goat Boy. I like Goat Boy. Jim Brewer toured with Metallica for a while. He opened for Metallica, which is fucking awesome to have a stand-up comedian opening for Metallica. I just want funny comedians again. I, I, I don't want politics. I don't want anything like that. I, I, I want to go back to a time and age where people like Bernie Mac were on earth. People like Red Fox. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention black comedians. I'm going to mention white comedians. I, I, I'm going to mention it all. I miss guys like the Dice Man. And I know the Dice Man still tours. I know he just recently came through town. I didn't go. Or he's coming to town. I'm not going. Um, people that were funny. He came out hard against the shot, so he got put in that in that lane. Oh, of course he did. and that's why Jim Brewer, you know, 
Jim Brewer's tough because he was an, a very anti-vaccine. And and look, I don't have a problem with people being anti-vaccine and stuff like that. You got to know the game. You got to know the game. Carol O'Connor. Oh, Jesus. Carol O'Connor. It, it, if today's youth had any fucking chance to, to survive, we would sit them down and have them watch a marathon of All in the Family, followed by the Jeffersons, followed by Good Times, followed by fucking Sanford and Son. Now, here's something very interesting to think about. Carrot Top, never. Stephen Crowder did a sold-out comedy tour last year but needed a lot of security, I'm sure. I want you to think about three of those shows that I just mentioned. Those three shows, The Jeffersons, Good Times, and Sanford and Son. These were prime time shows that featured African American casts. And they survived in the 70s. Oh, racism was alive and well in the 70s. Don't even kid yourself. And this is what I have to say to all these people that that come out and they chirp about, well, there's not enough black people on TV, blah, blah, blah. How come there are no black people on Friends, blah, blah, blah. Do you know why shows like the Jeffersons? I'll ask you a question, ass family. There you go. I've got the Jeopardy music ready to go. Do you know why shows like the Jeffersons, Good Times, and Sanford and Son were successful? Do you, do you happen to know why those shows were successful? Coop, first one here, says they were funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, because they were funny, says Chaz Man Ogre says, I've researched the ratings and cultural impact included. They were funny. Because that's how people were taught, really talk, yes, because they were funny. Because they were funny as fuck. Because they were funny. They were successful because they told the truth on topics. Because they were funny. Because of white viewers. Way before my time. Fuck your feelings. They were funny and felt uh, with real life situations and didn't try to hide it. People had a sense of humor back then and weren't easily offended. That's a small, small part. But the problem is they were funny. That's why they were successful. I will go to my grave. I, I, will, I will say this forever and forever and forever. That the funniest show ever on television was, was Sanford and Son. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. And some people want to say, well, those shows like Good Times and, and Sanford and Son and, 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 and Jefferson's, they were Uncle Tom's shows. No, they weren't. No, they weren't at all. I have never seen a more politically active show like Good Times. You had Michael who wanted to do right by all the black people. I, I mean... 
I mean, you think about it, none of these shows cater down to the 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 the, the stereotype, if you will. Good Times portrayed a hardworking black man supporting his family with two or three jobs and his children going to school to become an education. Michael wanted to be a Supreme Court justice. And then that show went the way of the dodo when they killed off James. I got I, I'll, look. I'll I'll go to my my grave, saying that show should have never ever not once killed James Evans. Damn! 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 And they're still funny to this day. The problem is, Christopher, they're not because they edit them. If you can get the old DVDs, because I guarantee you, if you try to find that episode right there, I believe it's season five, episode six, where Lamont gets a speeding ticket, or he gets a a ticket, and he's about to get too many points on his truck, and nobody can drive the truck. So then Sanford and Son Junkyard can't survive without the truck rolling. So they go to court. That line right there is no longer a part of the broadcast feed. Uh, I was going to say because they didn't have a very special episode, but Good Times did have that episode with Janet Jackson getting abused. Yeah, they they, they had played. Uh, Sanford and Son didn't. Um, Jefferson's Jefferson's might have. I think they did, but I'm not sure. But that was another one. That was another one. The Jeffersons was a hardworking black man. Who, who built his fortune up and did live in a deluxe apartment in the sky high high. And then his son married a girl whose parents were mixed race and let the hilarity begin because there is hilarity in that. The reason why those shows don't work today is because they're too political. And they don't speak how, how those folks speak. They don't. Christopher, what? Those sons of bitches. Yeah, it's fucking rough. Uh, Today we have to look at funny TV shows and somehow put our families into these G-rated scenarios when in reality we don't like that kind of world. We don't live in that kind of world. Yeah, we don't. But that's what Hollywood wants to give us. They don't want to give us a take on real life because real life sucks. But you know what? Real life is about the funniest thing you can find, too. I always laughed when Archie Funker referred to a black mother as your mammy. Oh, God, when he said that to fucking George Jefferson at the engagement party. Oh, but good for Joe Rogan to open this club. I'm happy about that. I hope it lasts forever and ever. I really do. Good news for fans of Jersey Shore. This is very good news. Um... Over 10 years after she left the original series, Sammy Sweetheart is going to reunite with her castmates on the Jersey Shore. She's seen sitting uh, filming confessional in this picture. Uh, She did tweet she's excited about coming back. Finally, they have an attractive girl on this show. Fans were quick to express their thoughts about the stars coming back. I'm losing my mind. Oh, my God. Shut the hell up. Uh, it's been over 10 years. Uh, she, won't be, she wouldn't be on because Ronnie was on, but since Ronnie ain't on no more, Sammy's like, yeah, I'm coming back. All right. Giggity. Made that show even better. So, yeah, there you go. I just want to let everybody know that. All my Jersey Shore people out there. 
Thursday nights, baby. It's it's sure it it, it it's Thursday night. Um. All right. Oh, no, I didn't do this story in the last break. Oh, crap. I'll just read you the headline. California wine industry faces crisis with vineyards locked out of the Silicon Valley Bank. Whoops-a-daisy. That's not good. That is bad that the wineries can't get their money. Whoops-a-daisy. The bank provided financing for everything from vineyard acquisition purchases of real estate and equipment. It was considered a... A uh, leader in the industry and would issue annual state of the wine industry reports. Oh, this is not good. That's bad. That's bad. Mm. Well, there you go. So all you people that love wine out there, get ready. Your wine prices are about to go through the roof. What? Did Ron leave to pull wagons and plows on a farm? Arnie, do you watch Last of Us? No, I do not. Why? What is Last of Us? I don't know what that show is, uh, all except for Gavin's, of course. Oh, I'm sure. Ron left the show because he was just, Ron's a mess, dude. Whether he's beating people up or getting beat up by his girlfriends or anything. Uh, TV show on uh, HBO Max. No, is this the one with the uh, the 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 fe- the Mexican fellow who's in the Mandalorian or the Spanish fella? Isn't this kind of like a zombie type show? The Last of Us. I I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I, I don't know. He'll get his money. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Yeah, I I haven't watched any of that. Is it good? I mean, I don't watch The Walking Dead either. Great new show about the end of the world has similarities of The Walking Dead, but it's good. Okay. Hey, that, that, that's more TV for y'all. I, I'm good. I, I, I'm caught up on the uh, mayor of Kingstown. Pretty fascinating. Like I said, I've, I'm, I'm all caught up now. All three seasons, I'm caught up on the, the Godfather of Harlem. I like that show a lot. Ted Lasso comes back in two days. Cannot wait. Uh, Triple T says it's good. Everything that guy does is good. The Chilean fella. I like that guy. That guy's great. I mean, the unbearable truth or unbearable weight of of great talent, that Nicolas Cage movie, he was awesome in that movie as Javi. I did not watch the Nicolas Cage movie this weekend. I apologize. The Willie's Wonderland. I could not find it on my streaming it didn't have any. It didn't have any streams available on my uh, Fire Stick, so I did not get to see it. Uh, lots of people get shot if you don't want to watch it. Episode three, uh, a little gay. All right, I did watch the uh, the the the. We we watched the last part of you this weekend on Netflix. The second part so much better than the first part. This was used fourth season, and it started off really slow and really crappy, like they all do. And then it picked up. Business picked up on uh, it with the, the last three or four episodes. 
good, uh, fantastic ending, I got to say. I'll be ready for you, season five. Uh, last was pretty good, except they're trying to be a little bit woke and turning me off to it. You was a crazy show. Yeah, yeah. the first three seasons were fantastic, and then this season, first four episodes were kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. <laughs> All right, there's something that y'all need to learn about, and I got to send you, I, I, I got to tell you. Um, there's a new thing called tip creeping. It seems to be effective in cornering consumers to pay more. Many of the digital kiosks that ask for tips now start at 18% or 20% and can go as high as 30%, which is up from the traditional 15%. If you go out and you grab a coffee, do you tip? Do you tip at Starbucks? I'm just wondering. Um, 73% of Americans tip at least 11% when they're paying digitally. The feel-good tipper, they've broken down tippers in three types. The feel-good tipper usually charges, uh, they give 20%. Then there's the no-tipper who feels they paid for their goods and they're not given anything. And then there's the guilt-tripper who, when they purchase something at the counter instead of a table, they often feel guilty about not tipping and obligated to because they don't do this. So let's talk about tipping, shall we? Tipping is a customary thing that's happened since we start going out to eat. And I believe in, in when it comes to tipping of waitresses and waiters, I agree with that because they don't make a lot per hour because restaurants don't have to pay them a lot. They make money on their tips. And, yes, they're tipped on their tips. And I think that if they, they do an adequate job, I think 10 to 15%. 15% is the, the one we've all agreed on just because you don't want an easy way to do it and just do the fucking math easy with 10%, but okay, 15%. I've gotten out of tipping because tipping has gone crazy. You tip everybody now. No, you don't tip everybody. You, you, you don't need to tip every single person that's alive. You just don't. If that were the case, fuck y'all. Y'all are way behind in tipping me. Y'all are way behind. I, I'll, I'll take tips on, on my PayPal account anytime you want to give them. Get a better paying job or work two jobs. Now, those are wonderful answers to that. Why anyone would tip fast food workers is beyond me. Tip your waitress, tip your barber, and that's about it. Um, and that's coming from somebody, and I, I know Christopher's past. Christopher was a, a proud employee of McDonald's. What about cow tipping? That's stupid. Uh, a lot of people don't tip housekeepers. They make minimum wage, and so they need those tips. Tip your server 20%, and every time you go back, you will get better service each time. Uh, I tip my wife if she cooks a great meal with <laughs> this short Asian dick. 
as an uh, appraiser for the city assessor's office, I'll gladly take tips. Almost five years at McDonald's. Um, I don't understand tipping of Starbucks workers. Like, like you, you know, when you when you go to the counter and you order your your fucking vente latte, whatever, and and, and you're given some absurd price for coffee. It's like eight dollars for a cup of coffee. First of all, you're paying eight dollars for a cup of coffee. Once again, let me say, you're paying $8 for a cup of coffee. Did, did you not hear me? $8 for a cup of coffee. And then you feel the need to give them a tip for them doing their job. And, and by the way, it, this is why people at fucking Starbucks hate me. I will not ever refer to you as a barista. You're a coffee maker. That's what you are. You want to be called this fancy title? You're not dead. No. You're a coffee maker. The end. Because otherwise, we should be handing tips out to those kids at McDonald's. I'll tell you this right here. I ain't afraid to say it. I, I am a good tipper. And I've always had to be because I've been in the public eye. But if you don't give me good service, I'm not going to give you a good tip. I start at 15%. And you got to watch these little, little little things they do when they when they bring you the receipt and they do their quote-unquote math of what they think 10 or 20% is. A lot of times they jack that up. That ain't right in some cases. If they only offer me 20% or 25%, I won't tip. Sorry, won't do it. 25%, you think you did that good? Did you rub my feet? When the barista asked if I want to include a tip, I asked for what? I was a supervisor for housekeepers for many years. They work hard and front desk clerks make more money and don't dare nearly the work. Tip your housekeepers if you want. I stayed in a hotel. Last time I stayed in a hotel, I was in Sacramento, and I had a fight for fucking clean towels. No, we didn't tip nobody there, and they didn't clean our They cleaned our, in a four-day stay, they cleaned our room once. I ain't going to tip you. Fuck that. Didn't know Arnie was Jewish. I'm not Jewish. I'm not. When it, when it comes down to it, I'm just not going to throw my money. Look, if I go to, if, if God forbid I ever went to Chili's again, that place sucks. If I order from the to-go menu, if I get it to-go and I park up close and I walk in and there's my order in my bag, and the lady rings it up and hands it to me, why do I got to tip her? Because that's the same as going through a drive-thru, and I ain't tipping the people at McDonald's. Yeah, that was a terrible hotel. But you got to watch this stuff because tip creeping is a new thing. And now a writer tells how a supermarket worker Gave them grief when he refused to tip 30% on a store's iPad screen as Americans complained. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Tech columnist went to the grocery store, flashed him a dirty look when he refused to give a 30% tip. His outrage came in third place. Uh, Chan selected no tip and said the cashier then gave me a glare, making it unpleasant. 
What the fuck grocery store do you tip? I, I don't ever tip any grocery stores. Well, that's ridiculous. I don't get service while I'm staying in the hotel, but I leave a tip when I leave for the housekeepers that's cleaning my checkout room. Hey, it's up to you. If you want to leave, if you want to do that, you go ahead. I'm not telling you not to. You know who you tip? This is who you tip. You tip Skycaps because you want your bags to get there to your final destination. You 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 tip. If it's a restaurant you go back to, you tip the servers because you don't want them to spit in your food. And you tip valets because you want your car back. I'm looking in here. It's not saying what, re- what grocery store is asking for a tip. See, Chin uh, cited another example called in by Matt MIT. Mr. U of MIT said he recently been presented with tipping options of one, three, and five dollars after a ten dollar Uber ride. He chose the middle button three before realizing he would normally tip the driver twenty percent or two. You better tip because you're too fucking lazy to get your own groceries. Uh, I worked at Rayleigh's in Gardnerville, and it's against store policies to receive tips. Oh, I'm sure it's a, against a lot of stores' policies to receive tips, but they still do. Now, if the kid comes out, now this is where this is where I'll stop you. See, see, this guy was charged at the counter. If you get a kid to help you out to your groceries, and they put their, they do a good job bagging your groceries, and they put the fucking shit in your car, they have gone above and beyond their job. I would. I have no problem with them kids getting tips. Not at all, because they're going out and they're doing they're going above and beyond. Now, if the store has a policy and that kid lives up to the policy, good for that kid, because they have some integrity. Now, let me just say this right now. If you work in one of these places and somebody wants to hand you money for you doing your job, you should take it. If people are willing to hand out money like that, you have to remember there are people like me that are not willing to hand out their money. It's one of the few things that Europe does right. The price is the price. No tip needed. There you go. I don't know why you tip in a grocery store. That's just craziness. All right. Now, usually this would be the last story of the show, but we have a story that's way better. Yes, hello. Um, so when you all bag your, your uh, pickup person that brings the shit out to your car the person literally is only bringing your shit out to your car how can we don't tip the picker who actually picked your groceries too you only pick I mean, you only tip the person who literally just grabs your shit and brings it out well so, that, then that would that would encourage them to have to get out of their car and, and go inside and find the person that's picking the groceries and then hand them money sassy pammy i'm talking to you there you go but, all right but oh okay bye bye My first job was bagging stuff at a store, and I was paid in tips only. It sucked, so I got a better job. There you go. My grandpa always slipped the grocery cart kid $5, almost always. Eh, Nothing wrong with it. Look, look, if you want to do that, you go right ahead. Now, usually this would be the last story of the day, but it's not because we have a much better story that involves nature, not your friend. Remember, nature is not your friend. Everyone from Florida is stupid. 
everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, it's called spring break. We all know the spring break's happening. South Texas is going crazy right now. Florida, oh, it's wackiness there. Uh, all the party schools are out, and everybody's out for spring break. Well, get ready, because I think this could be one of our more entertaining spring breaks that we've had in quite some time. And there's a reason for that. A massive... 12 foot long, 1300 pound, great white shark is being tracked off the coast of Florida while thousands of spring breakers are headed to the beaches. They've named the great shark Maple. Female shark has been tracked since September of 2021, but our latest spotting comes as spring break begins. Another white shark named Tan Cook is 70 miles away from Jacksonville Beach, which can only mean one thing. It hasn't happened yet, but oh man. When stupid college kids and hungry sharks combine, let me just tell you, erection is the name of the game. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Because this will be a reenactment of the movie Jaws. Get out of here. Hey, get out. Get out. It's not my dog. Bubba's my dog. Bubba doesn't get kicked out. Bubba, you go guard the door. Don't let them other dogs in. Um, in the last two years, the shark named Maple has spent time across the east coast of the U.S., traveling between U.S. and the Gulf of Lawrence, St. Lawrence, just west of Canada. Somebody just texted, I'll say this, stay the fuck out of the ocean and that won't happen. I, I, right? I mean, I mean, that's the only thing I got going for me here. Um, but the real-life Jaws story will happen. You remember Jaws, in the original Jaws, the city mayor and the, well, the sheriff wanted to shut everything down. Roy Scheider was the smart one. He said, hey, there's a big fucking shark. We got to take care of it. Erection, uh, that's what you're calling this game? I didn't see that one coming. Oh, I can't wait to hear about all the college co-eds fucking just attacked off the beach. It's going to happen. I'm just telling you, it's going to happen. Alcohol, stupid people, and sharks. Oh, that is just recipe for orgasm right there. My God. The only thing better would be to be there, like, in, in like, the... The, the top of the hotel with binoculars, watching people get fucking bit. Maybe seeing, you know, some boobs and stuff like that, too, with my binoculars. But that, that's a whole different story. Now, our last story today. This is why you don't go anywhere in Africa. Okay? Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me discourage people a little quick. 
if you're thinking, hey, you know what, this year I'm going to take a vacation somewhere, I can help you with your vacation plans. First of all, I'm going to encourage you to stay in America. But okay, you're not going to listen to me, so now I'm out. I'm going to tell you the, the best place to go in the world, if you're not going to, to, to stay in America, is the best place to go is anywhere that is not Africa. That, 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 I, I'm just saying, and I'm being fair here. I mean, Ebola, yeah, you know, they, they got cannibals, lions, tigers, elephants, black mamba. Well, and now, baboons. Yeah. Three hikers in South Africa had their legs broken after being attacked by angry baboons. These pissed-off primates became agitated when they saw an unusual sight of seven men in their territory. The group of seven had reached a narrow ledge in a waterfall in Ben Hoke Mountains near Stellenbosch, where two of the hikers rappelled down. The remaining five, however, suddenly came under fire of a barrage of rocks the baboons were throwing. A 130-pound boulder landed between them. The rock exploded on impact and sent razor-sharp rock shards flying like shrapnel. These are cape baboons. They were agitated when they saw the sight of human beings. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is a fight we're winning. Uh-uh. Oh, Australia would be second, Scott. So Australia is a hard second. I'll be on a cruise ship in the Bahamas in November. Okay, good. Stay on the ship. Don't jump in the water. Yeah, Australia Australia is the world's Florida. You just have to remember that. Baboons are curious and can become easily upset by things that are not used to and would be used to humans walking along cliffs. Well, you know what these baboons are going to have to get used to? Yeah, AR-15s. Damn right, if they're good enough for school kids, they're good enough to kill fucking baboons. I say that we hire a team of expendables to go to South Africa and shoot all these baboons. I'm just telling you this right now. You know, everybody says, oh, oh, by the way, Africa has hippos too. You don't want to forget about that. Uh, Africa. Remember, Africa's the one with the hippos. Nobody else should have them. A reminder. Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Now, if you're really looking for a fun vacation, then... Do you guys know you can go to Cambodia and shoot an RPG at a cow? Now, that would be fun. Uh, Baboons angered by the sight of humans. I bet they vote Democrat, probably. So there you go. So uh, if I've helped anybody's plans this year, like you're sitting there going, man, I hope Arnie today mentions places that he would and wouldn't travel to. Well, today, I'll just tell you this right now. There is no shot, no shot in my lifetime, I'm just going to tell you this right now, that I will ever go to Africa on my own. I will have to be kidnapped to go there. If you ever see me sending a postcard or, or, or checking in on my Facebook and I'm in Africa, 
please call authorities. I have been taken there against my will. If I'm in Australia, do a wellness check on me. Because I, I, I'm not really going to travel there if I, if, if I don't have to. But, but number one would be anywhere now. I, look, I just can't know. See, I, I, have a, I have a very, very big rule that I live by. And that rule is if I need shots to go there, then I don't need to go there. I'm worried that a dragonfly is going to carry me away. I don't want to go there. I want to have to worry about being the fattest guy in the group. If I'm not the fattest guy in the group, then I can enjoy the safari because I will not listen to what the U.S. fucking state wardens, game wardens say and not pushing a friend down. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not only pushing you down, I'm breaking your leg to make sure you stay down. Mm-mm. So there you go. All right, that does it for me today. 775-357-FANS number. We will be here tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. <laughs>
now. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.